0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around as we just saw an ass whooping uh, from the Georgia Bulldogs 51 13. Here we are at the postgame overreaction show presented by UGA Sports.com. I'm your host, Paul Meharry, joined as always by Jason Butt. Ryan DeBulsey will be here once he gets home from Coach Donnan's house. And uh, we appreciate all of you guys that are watching. You know what to do. If you're new, you don't, but we'll tell you. If you've been here a while, You know what to do. Let us know where you're watching us from. We always like shouting you guys out on the show. And then if you so dare, Jason, there is a link in the description. You will be joined into the show in a virtual waiting room. We'll make sure your camera's working for you. Or if you just want to come on with audio, we can do that too. Either way, we want to hear from you. You also can use the comment box on YouTube and put your questions out there. We'll be going strong tonight, Uh, last Week's episode, Jason, went three and a half hours. Uh, So hoping we're not going that long tonight, but hey, who knows, man. Hopefully everybody's having some fun and uh, we can get with that. So, Jason, before I get over – well, you go ahead, Jason. I'll shout these folks out uh, while uh, you know what we do, get the initial thoughts. So I'll I'll be throwing these uh, folks up on the screen. Let us know what your initial thoughts were, Jason.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, You know, like you said, an ass-whooping. It was – From start to finish, I think this is what a lot of folks expected to see from this Georgia team uh, from week one. And I tell you what, I, I saw it last week. You saw it last week. A lot of the people that hopped on, at least when I was on the show, saw it last week, that the identity of this team needed to be Carson Beck in the passing game. What did they do to start this game? It was Carson Beck in the passing game. I think they had one run on the first drive. I, I remember at one point it was something they were in the teens with pass attempts and still in the low single digits and rushes. It was very much getting Beck in rhythm to dictate the tempo and the flow of this game. And then from there, uh, you know, the run game was very complimentary. I thought it was funny uh, watching the game where uh, Kirby Smart, both in game interviews, shouted out the run game as, as helping him. It seems like that's going to be. Or I should say, saying say that the run game was doing great. I, I think they uh, before the final drive they were at less than five yards to carry at that point too. Um, it's going. The run game has to be a complementary piece. I think that's something that we all have seen throughout the the season. The offensive line strength is pass protection. Carson Beck had tons of time against Kentucky, carved them up, three hundred eighty nine yards, four touchdowns. The guy's in the Heisman race, I'm telling you. I've been saying this since since the preseason that this guy would be in the Heisman race. Brock Bowers, though, quite frankly, he should be the leading contender for it, but he's probably not in the
0: national conversation. I
1: don't think there's a better player in college football than Brock Bowers.
0: No, yeah. Uh, Everything you just said is absolutely correct. I'll get to my initial thoughts later. We've got some folks waiting already for us. Let me get uh, James in here. James, what's up, man? Do you have that baby?
2: We're uh, heading to the hospital at nine o'clock our time. She's getting induced, so she waited so I could watch the game. So, uh, but she's coming. Love it.
0: I'm guessing. Like, so, like, yes. you're leaving. You're leaving the house in like an hour, fourteen.
2: Yeah. So I need to hop on the pod.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, man!
1: What's well, James? Hell Where yeah. are you?
2: Uh, I live in San Diego.
0: Oh,
1: nice. nice. Okay.
2: Nice.
0: Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, we'll make it quick for you because you got some pressing things going on. Uh, It seems like tonight.
2: Uh, So I got time.
0: There you go. There you go. What uh, initial thoughts? I'm guessing it's a little bit different than last week, right?
2: Yeah, the same as last week, um, kind of where we're talking about, you know, need to pass to set up the run. And it looked like they fully unleashed Carson um, this week. The only thing I would disagree with Jason is I do think Brock now is in the national discussion for the Heisman. I don't think he'd have a realistic chance to win it, but I I think he's in that conversation now. He may get himself um, to New York. I was happy with the defense. I guess, you know, if I'm going to nitpick anything, um, would like to see in the first half a little bit more pressure on the quarterback. Larry did miss a couple shots that I thought could have been easily completed um, more down the road, but it didn't really show us much that we didn't know. We knew no one was going to out Georgia Georgia. Um, but in a month we have a set of three straight games where quarterback runs um, are going to be in play, but I think this team is going to build to be that shutdown defense or at least that top-tier, not super elite defense that's going to really hold their own while Carson offense light it up. Uh, Andrew
0: Wagner says, James, you got to show your child this legendary footage when they are old enough. Got to make time for the dogs before birth. man. Got to love it. Got to love it. Um, also, JT says, baby arrives with a 23-game win streak. So I'm just saying, that baby messes up against Vanderbilt next week. We're going to have words,
2: James. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is it a boy, girl? What, what's hey, coming? A girl. It's a girl? going to be Georgia, Georgia. <laughs> if you can believe it. <laughs>
0: Look at this nice. guy. Nice. Look at this guy. But hey, James, I got like, I don't know, 12 other people waiting. But um, – I wanted to get you on because I wanted to find out about the baby.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the last thing I have is yeah. um, there's no more bobo slander, but I did hear, did hear that he was the, was the Braves tonight. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not.
0: You said you, you went in and out there. You said you heard he was what?
2: The hitting coach for the Braves tonight. Got uh,
0: you okay. All right, all right. That's <laughs> that's
2: enough, James. I'm
0: guessing I'm guessing you're not a Braves fan.
2: I'm a diehard Braves fan. I need okay. a- a pod to go get some takes off on them because it, yeah. it's house on them. But well, uh,
0: Tomorrow <laughs> night, James, tomorrow, you, you will be, you'll be having your hands full with your baby girl, but we'll have the all things Georgia call-in show. We will discuss the Braves tomorrow night. Myself, Andy, and uh, Eddie from aqua So right. I'll be here doing that. So join us tomorrow night, man. All right. Take Much care. love to you. Good, God bless for your uh, wife. Safe, uh, safe pregnancy and everything or safe. Pre- no. What is it? Safe labor. Delivery. Delivery. Yeah. yeah. Delivery. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Take care, James. You could have had my back a little sooner than that, Jason, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Yeah, you know, Uh, you're the host. Wants you to do your own thing. You know, Brock and Carson the ring for Heisman. Yeah. So I tweeted out kind of, I don't know, side of my mouth, if you will, after the first drive. Hey, folks are talking Carson Beck for Heisman. Yo, he he balled out today, man. He looks good. He looks good. There there cannot be any more uh, Beck and Bobo slander on this channel. At least not right now, right? They've dug themselves out of a, a pretty fine a fine hole there. Got Namaste Bear saying, "Loving my Philly dogs. I think he's up in Philly there. Um, somebody wanted us to shout him out. Let's see. Can you please say, hi, Addison? I live in Athens. Hi, Addison. Uh, I don't live in Athens. I'm glad you live there. Miss Mary's here. Everybody straighten out. Straighten up. Straighten up. Uh, and Andy, I see you. I've got... I've got uh, one other guy here real quick, Andy. What are you doing, hey. buddy? Hey, guys. What? I just found this hat. <laughs> why are we – why Why are we have a, a, a Tuck Fexus hat on? Uh, did they I say
3: think, they wanted Georgia?
0: I think they did earlier this year. They did say they wanted Georgia, yeah.
4: Same you know, team they,
0: that lost to, to Oklahoma today? I think it is the same team that lost – is it, Jason? It's the same team, right? Is That's the same, team. That the same team.
4: All right. Yeah. Well, we we're just driving around. We saw some vultures <laughs> hanging around dumpsters. And uh, my son just picked this hat up. Anthony, come out here. Say hi to folks. Come here. Say what's up. What's up? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Anthony, say yeah. tuck fexes. Yeah, tuck fexes. All right. See, that nice. way you're not demonetized, Paul. Yay! Yeah, thank
5: you. Can you, thank you. you can make
4: money! You can make money. He just said that.
6: <laughs> <Interesting. Yes>.
4: Yeah. <laughs> hey, do it again. Do it again. Double up. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Buddy. That's it. Georgia. Go dogs. Go dogs. Yeah, tuck facts. Anyway, um, my wife is a Longhorn grad, so I get oh. to. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. She went to bed a long time ago.
0: Beautiful night. Uh... uh so- What about these dogs, though, uh, Anthony? 51? Yeah, 50-burger. So,
4: Kentucky top 15 defense in the country. And we didn't even throw to Brock Bowers in the first two series tonight. Or maybe we did one time.
1: In the second series, he got the ball
4: a couple times. He got the ball one time. Yeah, but first
1: series didn't go to Brock at all.
4: You guys are a hundred percent correct, Paul. No more Beck. No more Bobo slander.
0: Can't do it.
4: That Can't game. It. That game was awesome. That yeah. was and Carson put on a show. Uh, a couple key issues. Marcus Royce made Jackson' best game of his career as a Georgia Bulldog. Yep. And the defense is growing up. I mean, we gave up. First of all, I didn't want to come on the show and like. You know, like maybe like come in too fast and and uh, maybe just touch the top of the keyboard and just that way I get a penalty call to right. help right. assist in a scoring drive for uh, Kentucky. Right? Because that was bullshit, dude. Come on, that was such crap. That like first that? Thing, that first scoring drive they had where Warren Brinson like breathed on the guy. What? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They
1: called the roughing. That, that roughing was terrible. That, that was terrible. Tough.
0: Um, yeah uh, but also what was up with the guy that just knocked van pran down uh just wwe style that kid's a, a monster oh That's well not-
4: 52 52 is the uh the Cade Mays of Kentucky just less talented <laughs> so. does
0: his dad does his dad have all of his fingers do you know
4: well, I mean he probably does now but uh when he gets back home he probably won't anymore so but yeah, it's not gonna matter and, you know, Kentucky's gonna go eight and eight and four, which is fine, or maybe seven and five. But they had a good run. And every time they run into a real team, and Kirby gives all the credit to a physical football team with Mark Stoops, Kirby just out Kirby's everybody. You could you could say you want to be physical, you say you want to do this, and Brock got dinged up and they had to tighten his calf uh, up and Van Pran goes out. Uh, but you can't out Georgia Georgia. You just cannot do it. And they had no threat of the passing game. We didn't yeah. didn't, Ray uh, Davis, yeah. did, didn't Ray Davis didn't Ray Davis run for five thousand yards last week?
0: It was five thousand and two against Florida. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah.
4: So 5, we were so, we were supposed to be afraid of him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. What did so he, he have he, tonight? He had. A, I was just about to tell you there, Ant Man. He had fifteen attempts for fifty nine yards. 3.9 average. Here's the big thing, though. This is what hmm. was the difference. Big, huge difference. His long of the whole night was 11 yards. Only had one rush that was a first down on its own. Uh, so, that,
4: so, yeah. Kirby needs to fire the defensive staff. That's just yeah, unacceptable. I'd
0: probably, I'd probably get rid of. Uh, man, I wouldn't even know if I'd let Schumann into uh, the post game. To be honest with you.
4: If he came, know. if he came in here right now, I would just like delete that. That's just horseshit.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. That
4: is not unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah. Well, I'm hanging up. I'm going to go be a, a a Cal fan. So
0: I love you guys. Hey, see you, Aunt- Take care. Hey, I'm a Cal fan too. I I, I bet on them, plus seven. Uh, Andrew Wagner does say Davis has a great story, though. He does, man. Personally, yeah, I, and I, and that was the heart first heart time I'd heard
1: about it on the podcast. Uh, I heard about tonight. it. I
0: think, they, I think they did it last week uh, against okay. Florida. And unfortunately for Ray Davis – You know, they're going once ESPN finds a story like this, where it's like a hardship story came out of the mud, you know, against all odds. They just play the hell out of it. And I'm sure like Ray Davis is like, cool, man. I appreciate you guys shouting me out. But this is the second game in a row. God knows there's probably been more and there's going to be more moving forward. Like, yeah, he's he's made it out of it. We get it. Don't highlight that part. Like ESPN does that through the draft, man. They'll be like this kid's mom was a frog and dad was a toad and somehow he was able to become a football player. You know, like I'm and and I'm not taking it away from Ray Davis at all. What I'm saying is, don't spread this man's life story out on every one of his games. Highlight what he's good at on the field, Uh, and you know, I'm sure that he doesn't like that uh, as much either. Uh, Offensive line for Georgia, huge, huge today. Uh, I think Carson's jersey. Uh, they don't even have to wash it for next week against Vanderbilt, Jason. No, I mean all all the time in the world.
1: And if Georgia's offensive line keeps protecting him like that, like like I said all along, he's going to put up some major major numbers. Um, and then especially when you look at games where he's going to have to play the fourth quarter, you're talking about four, four you know the four hundreds that I expect him to get into. I, I just think that for this team to win. I'll just keep reiterating, reiterating it. It has to go through him. He is the offense. He's driving the engine. It's not the run game like in years past. It is it is definitely Carson Beck, and it's his offense right now.
0: And and no, Andrew said, sorry, I didn't realize ESPN is de- beating a dead horse. Not your fault at all. And I'm not saying they shouldn't highlight that story for Ray Davis. Uh, it's just don't, you know, I'm sure he doesn't like that. Anyways, Andy Stowe, what's yeah. up, man? How
6: you living? I mean, hey, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm halfway good and halfway devastated after watching that Braves game. That was terrible. Look,
1: you know, look. that's why you got a series, though. You know, I, 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 I put the I put the jersey on the Hank I Yeah, I got the,
0: the Atlanta Braves yeah. uh,
6: world champs on sweater. So I I still believe. Yeah, See? I mean, it's just one game. Yeah, I'm that, that just I mean, you wasted Spencer Strider's good start. I, that's, I mean, you know, that part. Yeah. True. I mean, What did Eddie say? This first time we got shut out since May. I mean, I mean that's that's bad. But um, hey, at least the dolls look great. Um, no. Um, after the first week, Jason, do you remember when me and Paul both said we got to open this quarterback competition up? You got (laughs) to get. May he may not be the guy. Oh, I
1: remember. Yeah, trust me, I
6: remember. I said I was full on it, and then you know the the South Carolina game. I think it was Eddie that was like, um, he was like Carson Beck grew up. I was like, uh I, I, I'm still not sold. And then last week, after he came back in that in that Auburn game, I was like, we might have something here. And then, I mean, he's he's completely different. I mean, you can tell in five weeks he is getting really good. I mean, he's running that offense, and it's, I mean, really, I guess that, I mean we did run pretty decent, but it's almost like we were just running to run. I mean, because it was, I mean, right? Well, they could they could have continued just putting the ball through the air. Yeah, I mean, they, it was almost like they couldn't be stopped. I mean, like when is if they were passing the ball every play, I don't think they could have stopped him. I mean, it right. was—he looks good. His, I mean, his accuracy is getting a lot better. He, I mean, I think he's just more. I think he's just more, you know, comfortable. He, he's know he knows the offense, and I think he just—I think it's slowing down for him. He looked, I mean, he looks really good. I mean, his stats. I mean, obviously he's only got eleven touchdowns. Caleb Williams has twenty-one or something, but it's like he's—he might get in that race. You may—you may, you may be onto something. He—he's yeah. looking. Yeah, good. you
1: know, um, the, the the thing with uh, how he's progressed uh, through the season so far, it just seems like Bobo too is more comfortable calling the game with him as the quarterback, and it does. Uh, they have grown kind of at the same time, more comfortable with this, and it it, it really did seem like we all saw it last week, right? In the second yeah. half, R- really the whole game, the run game wasn't there. They they turned to Carson Beck late. He came with came up with some clutch throws. Uh, it seemed like okay. They had something there that they, they finally felt connected, and the confidence, the familiarity with each other, it all just connected tonight. And it's the last couple weeks. This is this is the kind of performance I was really starting to, to feel like I would expect. And now I think uh, this is going to be the norm. I mean, I mean, you don't you don't try to force the run game the way they were in the first half last week. The rest of the season,
7: it, it, you right. know,
1: and maybe, maybe it does come together. Maybe kind of like last year, the run game did come on strong, but. The identity of this team right now is its receivers. It's it's ridiculous. Tight end who's the best player in college football, and then a quarterback who can make all those throws anywhere on the field. Um, and, and and so that's why I think he's going to have some ridiculous numbers. I think he's going to be the on the number one team uh, at, at least going into the SEC championship. We'll see what happens in that game. The the, the only thing with Caleb Williams is if they lose twice, he's out. Then, then I mean you know kind of kind of like what we've said on this show before. Uh, a lot of the voters don't like to to do back to back Heisman's, I, and, yeah. and that's that's true. There's only been one in in uh, the history of the award. I really think he can be there, and I've I've thought
6: this obviously since uh, since the summer, really. Yeah, and Look, you you uh, see the line can they're so good in pass blocking, and yeah. and then you got I mean you got guys like I mean Marcus Roseman, Jack Saint looks the best he's ever looked, and and then Ra Rye Ra's looking like he's taking that next step, and yeah. when, even with Lad still you know trying to get back from the injury, so he's. He's only getting limited playing time. And I mean, there's they're so deep. I don't know. This, I mean, they're this is, I think, what we're gonna get like I really thought they would blow him out. And I was, but I said it would be um I said 34, 17, but not close. You know, I thought we would just sort of coast, but no, this they they it wasn't even it wasn't even close. Like there was they could do nothing against them.
0: Yes, this is the first week uh George has actually covered the spread. Yes. And I, I picked them <laughs> to not cover the spread. I thought Kentucky would, you know, I think we hyped them up. I think everybody kind of hyped up Kentucky. That Florida game helped hype up Kentucky as well. Mm-hmm. They were doing things that, you know, we thought Georgia wasn't going to be able to handle. We heard they had a great defensive line, which we were a little scared about Georgia's offensive line, right? And Georgia's offensive line stepped up huge majorly. Uh, and, you know, to your point, Andy, Lad only had a pass to him one time one target yeah. one catch 11 yards you had uh, Brock Bowers again with just a unbelievable game Dejon Edwards caught six passes which uh, I would I'd love to know the stats if he's even caught six throughout the uh first five games um rah Thomas the huge touchdown that was crazy Roseme Jack Saint 99 yards a touchdown uh somebody here says shoot him five five six says we lost our center though van pran and mims both out now no van pran came back, van, van, came pran back. Is, van pran is good van pran is good so uh yeah we don't want to don't want to spread a little mis- misinformation there uh van pran did come back it was scary though it was scary seeing him down the field that was uh gonna be a huge
6: loss so glad that glad that he was back uh yeah to go to your receiving, he's had one catch this year. Yeah. Before tonight's game, he had one catch. So there you go. Yeah. So uh you 6x, your uh, your receptions for dejon.
0: Can't okay. Here's a question for you guys. I want to get to basin and then I see Eddie and then uh Andy, maybe come back on a little later once we get a little slow down. Once these callers start, you know, come hang out with us later. Um, question for both of you guys though: was this a product of just hey, we're just gonna throw the damn ball and Dejon's going to be your check down guy. If you don't see anything, toss it to him. Or is this more of like, hey, now we're seeing him in a Kenny Mac role. Can we see him in that reception type role? Your thoughts? Six receptions, pretty, it's a lot. He only had one coming into this game. Is this a, uh, I guess, is this an overreaction to say, hey, he can now be a receiving back? Or is this just an anomaly, Jason?
1: I mean, I don't think it's... It's somewhere in the middle. I mean, all these backs practice this. This is, this was the offense last year. You just had Kenny McIntosh in when you were likely going to have a, a play outside. The thing with Kenny McIntosh was he he would run routes like a receiver uh, in the slot and stuff like that, or he'd run a wheel route down the field from uh, the, you know, the running back position. I mean, Dajun's, most of Dajun's, uh catches were either out in the flat, an extension of the run game or, or check down. I mean, uh, I think just any running back on the team can do that for the most part. So, and and not to mention right now with all the injuries, he's been the guy. So uh, he's getting all those reps in practice. You know, Milton's just now coming back. Um, Dylan Bell's obviously kind of in that hybrid role doing both positions. So um, to me, it's, it's very much, I, I just go back to it. It's Carson Beck. It's the Carson Beck show. It, that's the offense. And if that's the case, it's, it's going to be this kind of open NFL style offense. And yeah, your running back is going to get the, the, the check down throws, especially
6: if he's open, if the deep shot's not there right away. Yeah. And that's what my point, I was going to say with Kendall Milton, cause he had eight, eight rushes for yeah. 47 yards. And, and so it's like, now that you're starting to get guys healthy, you know, maybe they feel more comfortable with using Dejon Edwards as more of that, you know, that dual role guy, because you can rely on the other backs. I mean, cause if Kendall Milton can get six five point nine a carry, and then you know you got Dylan Bell that can do both, I mean that's you got some guys that you you know you can depend on. So it's that's a good you point. Know, it's, so, Yeah, so I think it's just there, a, there was
0: probably a, there you know and who's to say maybe Dejon catches five balls the rest of the season. But to your point, I think that that helps out a lot. Being able to at least have another running back, a true scholarship running back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be able to rely on him and Kendall Milton, and then now you can maybe flex out Dajon, start hitting him in the passing game, which again just makes this offense even more dangerous than it was coming into this. So, yep. Andy, let me get uh, gotcha. let me get Basin here and uh, come back around once we slow down a little bit, bro. Sounds good. See y'all. All right, man. Basin J, what's up, man?
3: Gentlemen, everybody, well and happy tonight.
0: We are. We are. Yes, sir, we are. Good. Good.
3: I missed the first quarter of this game, the first that's unfortunate first quarter that Georgia plays the whole season, and I'm on the road trying to bring my son back. we uh long story short, had to go pick him up today and bring him out. We're on vacation, so uh pull into the hooters' parking lot, go inside, sit down, look up, and it's fourteen. nothing, yeah, so. I Was, was a little quick upset too about that, but maybe that's you know maybe I need to just skip the first quarter and that'll help us. That's Don't you're probably
0: the it. problem. You're probably the problem. Yeah, you can only watch the second, third, and fourth from now on. Hate I'll to tell see you how
3: that works. Next few weeks, we'll we'll, we'll try that out.
0: Cause... I see now. Now, if you do it against Vandy next week, you're gonna they might do it again, but you're gonna <laughs> think it's you and it's not. So yeah, <laughs> you know
3: that's it. So what but, uh, uh,
0: your initial thoughts on the game, uh, Basin?
3: I was just all the bobo haters can suck it Mm. all the carson Beck haters can suck it oh
0: suck it twice
3: Uh, what i saw was beautiful and it's what we've been waiting to see right yeah quarterback stand tall in the pocket throw it down the field hit some long shots it's what we wanted since beck showed up right he's got that nfl quarterback size got the arm so it was a beautiful thing to see what little bit I did get to watch of it. So, hey, well, you got to see
0: uh, what what's 51 minus 14, Jason? Quick maths 37? 37. Yep. Yeah,
3: there you, go, 37.
0: you got 37. 37 points. So, you got to nice. see
1: Brock Bowers with touchdown and most yeah, of his yeah. catches.
8: Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. Brock Bowers. I saw the Oscar Delt touchdown, which that was, I thought that was a really good throw because it looked like he was really, uh, Beck was flat footed letting that one go.
0: What up? Uh, yeah. What, if anything, uh, Basin, uh, concerns you off this game? Is there anything?
3: There really wasn't. I was a little concerned with our – I don't know. I've, always, I've been concerned all year with the defensive line depth, not necessarily the number of players we had, but just the experience. And, again, you know, which this is not news. Everybody else has talked about it. We don't have that monster in the middle that we've had the last three years in a row. So, other than that, it still looked like in the second when they put the second string in there, they did okay. But it still looked like all the tackles came from the linebackers instead of the defensive line moving stuff up. But outside of that, I really didn't have anything else to complain about. I mean, that's you know, I'm really nitpicking to get down that far.
0: Right, right. So yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're right with the uh, with the. Defensive line pressure, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't there. But I think also I think also what we have to realize, uh, Jason and Basin, uh, is this is a completely different defensive line than the years past. We've been almost, you know, catered to with Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Uh, Even if you want to count Nolan Smith as kind of an edge guy. You know, there's there's been some crazy, crazy good talent come through Georgia, and that doesn't take away from this team. It's just I think we're holding them to a higher standard, which is almost unattainable, right? With these last two defenses, it's it's tough to to hold these guys to that. You
8: know?
3: Yeah, I, I couldn't argue with that. I I felt all season Nolan Smith was probably the player we missed the most. Yeah, off this defense, just because he set it was so great at setting the edge, right? Nobody got to the outside. No, no. Smith just held to his side down. And that was another thing. Uh, Keely Ringo in 2021, uh, not just his coverage ability, but every time a wide receiver would block him, he would take him to the sideline and he yeah. would cut that far edge off. You know what I mean? So nobody got around to get those little, that little pick play type, big run stuff. And, that's something we've been missing as well is keeping people, you know, bottled up. And I just, Nolan, to me Nolan Smith was really the missing ingredient that I've seen this year that kind of had me worried, but wasn't too bad tonight.
0: Yeah. Sure. No, I, I think it was all, I think it was all right. Uh, Basin, I'm gonna let you go though, man. We got I see people just keep hopping in, man. So I want to, I want to <laughs> get to as many people as I can, but uh, glad you're able to get your son, go to Hooters. I mean, you know, that's a hell of a time.
3: It's a good evening, fellas. It's a good evening. <laughs> yes, sir. All
0: right, y'all take care. Go, dog. All right, brother. See you. Take care. Hey, Eddie. I, we'll get to you in just a second. I got uh got a new guy here. Uh, what's up, Jason? You're gonna say something?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, uh, when it comes to the defense, uh, you know, uh, put putting up a game like today when you when an offense scores twenty one that quick, uh, that is a defense's best friend because there's no pressure. You're able to kind of kind of uh play a little looser. Able to, to have those edge guys, you know, try to get to the quarterback a little quicker. Um, you know, and I think that's that's kind of the recipe for this team. Uh get at, if, if you're gonna, you gotta start fast, you gotta put points up, and I think the best way to do that is is through this passing game right now.
0: Foster Moss says, Paul, go put some coffee in the Keurig. We're up till 3 a.m. Foster, you can kiss my whole ass uh, if I'm here at 3 a.m. You uh it, 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 hell no, brother. We will be here for a while though. Uh and I did made a sandwich guys i'm i'm ready i'm ready we're here <laughs> for- late night it <laughs> we're here for the long haul guys okay i didn't i didn't have any food last week i was getting a little hangry jason i won't i did.
1: won't be up till three yeah i'll okay. be i'll be I knocked out
0: it. i get it yeah. yeah all right uh some of us do work around here jason um
1: I hardly work but
0: it's-, <laughs> it's you know you don't have to add adjectives to it um <laughs> i got a new guy here though uh not new to the comment section but he's new in the in the show Ducati 1098 um that is one it of, if, that's it's going great that's one of if not the scariest zoom background pictures I've ever seen you is look that the like, Shining room 23 uh 3237 <laughs> I okay I
9: don't watch movies uh, that's where basically the entire Kentucky football team is at right now
8: um, so-
9: for, for us that don't know what it, this is, what is this? Uh, so this is a shiny, this is a hallway, yeah, the a shiny, uh,
0: from the movie The Shining, and um, that's like a scary movie, right? Yeah, you've never a seen The Shining Ball, it's a horror film. I've heard of it. No, I've never, I don't watch scary movies, dude. Yeah, it's a horror okay. film.
9: Um, Stanley Kubrick, um, but anyways, a lot of really nasty stuff happens in this room right here, room 237, and that's where we put. The Kentucky Wildcats tonight.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that uh, that it had some backstory because I thought like you picked some random ass like motel sticks <laughs> background.
8: Yeah,
0: I was like, man, I you know, I, you, you do you, brother. But uh, that's that's one of the weirdest ones I've seen. JT says you're on the Titanic, but apparently you're on the Shining. People are asking where the twins are. I'm guessing that's part of the movie as well. Yeah, the twins. Yeah, that's okay. uh, yeah, you got to see the movie. Well, you say you don't, I don't want to like, do I don't, I, I'm not a horror yeah. film guy either, but The Shining's a classic. It doesn't matter, it doesn't it ma- like I don't watch any, yeah. no, I'm not watching anything uh, like that at all. Period. So I'll take your word on it. <laughs> Great movie, I guess. Um, Ducati, I saw over in uh, the watch along that you said, Hey man, I'm gonna call into the show. You've been commenting for forever, so we appreciate you calling in. Um, yeah.
9: thanks, thanks for having me. I, I have I've been a fan for a
0: long time, and
10: that, I mean, I've been a dog fan they, since uh, yeah. Okay,
0: a dog fan, okay. I was gonna say, like, if you're a fan, that's this kind of weird. Like, but don't hype me up too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody's fan. Okay. a fan of okay. you. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. come on. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead, so, man.
9: so the first game I went to was uh, actually Dooley's Dually, last game um, at okay. Sanford Stadium against, uh, I guess, the Georgia Tech game, 1988. Damn. Um, but you know, just paying attention. The golf years. I've been through a lot of a lot of tough years, you know. Yeah, you um, have, you have. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I'm having a good time right now. Like this is this is unbelievable. Like we're
0: I don't know. A lot of people don't understand. Like this is,
9: but <laughs> they, this don't, is they really don't. Right now.
0: Yeah, you know? 50, 51-13 for a game that yeah uh, you were favored by fourteen. You it was. I looked at one point, uh, I think it was after Georgia scored their second touchdown, Ducati, and the live line on this game was 28 and a half, and we were at my <laughs> in-laws. They made, a, they made a nice rib roast, and so we stayed over there for until halftime, and he was like, look, I might even take that at this point, and I yeah. think they, they covered that as well. Um, so, yeah. you know, yeah, it just, wow. Uh, I don't think, okay, let me ask you this. Were you expecting this? Was this an offense was was this game plan something you were expecting uh out of this team at any point or against Kentucky? Or, where were so, you we at with this? Yeah, what I was thinking was
9: so the pick I had was 38-14. Okay. That was my pick. But okay, man, we we blew that out of the water. Um you were closer than I was, so congrats. It was a, like I was I was kind of expecting it, but wow, like this was okay. You know, we opened it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm, and I was I'm proud of the guys, man. This is a good game. Um great home crowd. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season now. I'm like this is we're we're on it now,
0: you know. Yeah, there's there's it. no there's no team that that scares me moving forward um after tonight's performance. Even I'm, looking, he, forward, I'm looking forward to the old Miss game. I think
9: I think, you know, not Unlike the 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 Auburn game, you know, Hugh Freeze had a good plan for us and whatnot, but they didn't have the dudes yet. Um, I and I don't know about Old Miss, but we'll see. I mean, I think Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin's kind of wily. You know, who knows?
0: Yeah, they they beat uh, Arkansas today, twenty-seven twenty. They've got to yeah. play next week. Will be a good uh, kind of or no? They're off next week. The week after they play at Auburn. That'll be kind of a good one to watch okay. where they're at measuring stick wise. They've already played Auburn, so yep. um, I yeah. I mean, it, it could. I be think, kind I of think the play. players.
9: I think the players are excited about that game too. I think they just kind of want to want to see what's going on with the old Miss too. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen with the players lounge, like some of the players coming on in there and, and talking about the game, I think. They oh, had, that's
0: one they're looking forward to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ah. Exactly. Uh, Joshua Hammond says that background is from the Holiday Inn PCB circa 2001 spring break, and you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, um, is there? Uh, we've got some folks saying Missouri. Uh, you know, I watched. I watched that. I watched that game. Watched that that game yeah. Yeah. No. Just no defense I mean, for Missouri. Georgia's going to put up no. a whole ton of points. Look, before no. today, before today, I was like, hey, Missouri could be sneaky. They were sneaky last year. They gave up a ton of points to LSU. And they're at home. They're at home. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I don't see it. That, right. Now that that could probably, that probably, I I want to say is probably the hardest game left. Um, I don't I don't believe in Ole Miss, but we'll see. It's either it's either Ole Miss or, or Mizzou. Is Tennessee a threat at this point? I think Tennessee's always a threat. It's at Neyland. So. It's at Neyland. So that's the yeah. only thing that could could do that.
1: Um, yeah, it's late in the year. I mean, yeah. That, that, that would I would say yeah, sure, it's a it's a threat. But I'm not sold on Milton, obviously. I don't think Milton's Milton's Louisville. not close to what Hooker was last year for them.
0: Louisville just upset uh Notre Dame. Yeah. So Notre Dame is is officially done. Um man. You hate to see it. Yeah. You hate you hate to see I,
9: it. I had so much hope for them beating Ohio State, man. I was like, Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. But not in uh, the I've got some other folks I want to get to, Ducati. Um, but yeah. Hey, thank, thanks, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Mm. No, or no. Before, before you in go. The well. section and then- no, yeah, yeah, of course. Sense. I know you will. You're, you're the best. Um, before you go, though, anything from this game still scare you moving forward? Obviously, next week against Vandy, probably not. But you do have to play the Gators in a couple weeks, and that mm-hmm. game's always kind of funky in Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. Anything uh, to overreact to, I guess? We're overreacting uh, to positives. We're overreacting to I, positives right now. Any any negatives?
9: I, I'm like we had a few kind of weird injury things that happen. That I was like, oh no, Cedric so yeah. Van Pan went down, but then he I, seemed to be okay. And then Brock went down with some weird knee thing, and he's back. But I'm just maybe sit maybe sit those guys next game. I don't know. Like just to you know, I don't think like, they'll have
1: to play too long. At least against no, Andy. Yeah.
0: No.
9: yeah. Yeah. So, but. I mean, bringing Vandy in there um, for almost the entire fourth quarter—that was awesome um, to see him get going. Because um, I, I mean, I like like watching him a lot. You know, he's he's a true dual threat guy. And uh, but other than that, like I'm 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 stoked, fully I'm stoked content, see,
0: fully content. Yeah, I am. Yeah, fully I see. I think that's the the way it is. Ducati man, we appreciate you calling in. Make sure you call Thanks, in more man. often, man. We appreciate you in the comments for real. Thank Absolutely. you, thank you, thank you. All right, see you. Uh, we've got some we've got some folks calling for this man here. We've got some folks, Jason Lump. Yeah, on. he said I've eaten my crow on Beck. i Dane hear come on here to revise his opinion mm. that Beck can't lead us to a natty. What I'm gonna do here? Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. Hang Somebody else still waiting on Dane. Antoine Simpson, the man that the record. Calling for the guy. Calling for his head. Dear God. Oh goodness. What do we do? Well, you know what we do? We bring on Eddie from Ackworth and Dane Young. We four box this thing like NFL Ooh, Red Quad box. A but. Hey, yes, Dane. Sir. Hi, guys. We, hey, Dane. Before we go too crazy, Dane, uh, Eddie, how are you, sir?
7: I'm good. All I can think about right now is twins and red rum, and Jason knows exactly what I'm talking about. Red Red rum, rum. yeah, yeah. Yeah, You've got to see that movie. I'm not watching. No excuse. No excuse. I'm not watching the movie. I'm just not doing it. That's ridiculous. Don't be
0: a wussy. I mean, come on. Um, It's an all-timer. Another one, Dane. Come, I'm here. Uh, Foster. Dane, you got some splaining
1: to do, man.
0: So these folks, Dane, they they want to know, man. you obviously were the one, and uh, was it week one? You and Ben had a very long mm-hmm. diatribe back and forth um, yep. about how Carson wasn't the guy; Gunner probably would be the guy. Um, I'm not; I'm just here playing devil's advocate, Dane. Sure, because I thought some of your points were very valid, uh, but you spoke them; I didn't. So you got to you got to feel it. Uh, where 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 are you at, Dane?
10: I mean, if Carson Beck plays like that and Georgia's offense plays like that, then yeah, everything I said is wrong. Like that's yeah. that's the case. Can Georgia do that consistently? I have no idea. I when the other coming, team has a quarterback that can put it downfield it accurately, like it helps. But, but like, I I'm not gonna poo poo any of this. Georgia was fantastic tonight. Like that was a championship level performance, mm-hmm. and there is nothing to poo poo. Carson Beck was incredible. Uh, there's there's no complaints on that. Um, Georgia's offense did everything well. It ran the ball well. The offensive line was better than it's been all season. Skill players were making catches that that helped quarterbacks look better. And Carson Beck made all the throws. <laughs> like it was, it was great.
0: Mike Honcho says, uh, "Dane's faded off that Hunker Vodka."
10: Yo, yeah, I've checked this out. already. Yeah, how did
7: you get a new... yeah, right, got you got... You have the handle going, dude? I got
10: connections, that. right? So yeah. this is the new Hunker Vodka from ASW. And it's in partnership with Classic City Collective. And so that means that uh, for however much of this that gets sold, some of that gets back to Classic City Collective, which, as you know, supports Georgia and Iowa opportunities. Did you know, Paul, that uh, another vodka brand that starts with the letter T just donated about $20 million to University of Texas to build their practice facility? Mm -hmm. So that means if you have another brand of vodka that starts with a T at your tailgate, you're probably a Texas Longhorns fan.
1: Ooh.
10: Wow. Wow! Did you know yeah. that? Yeah,
1: guess guess uh, that's off the menu for a lot of folks. So, if you're a Georgia tailgater,
10: there you go. Find your hey, hey, Dane. Along
7: those lines, is there any chance that the NIL money could keep Brock Bowers here next year and say, <laughs> "Hey, you're going to be a uh, I don't know, number 10 pick in the NFL draft. You stay here, you're going to make more money. Is that even I'll a possibility? i like Caleb Williams. Uh, yeah, I mean, is that is that realistic? No,
10: but I do think in the future you have to wonder, is there enough money in college football that it competes with a certain level of NFL draft picks? Just to be like, hey, you might have a better chance to make a career living doing it this way.
7: Like, but yeah, is I, Brock Bowers the kind of kid that may say, "I'm staying here because I love Georgia that much." No. Is he that kind of a no. kid?
10: No, nobody's okay. that kind of kid. <laughs> I mean, do you think the tight end from Napa is going to be that? Like, not to be like a Javon Bullard might be that, but he wouldn't be okay. the same, right? right. If Javon you're a top ten pick, like you're yeah. not, yeah. you're not that kid. That's fair. Yeah, you got Even you gotta Caleb that. Williams, I know what they said. He's not that kid. And plus, yeah, okay. you're like you have to build toward that second NFL contract, and the longer you stay in college, yeah. it's harder to do that. Yeah, true. true. Look, well,
7: look, Caleb
0: Williams might be that kid if, if he's got to go to the Cardinals. I mean, I
10: why the Cardinals don't
1: look as terrible yeah, they're as they're about bad. to be uh,
0: at the start of the season.
1: Yeah. Look, NFL teams can turn it around quick. The, the, now I'm not going to go on a diatribe here. This is George, but real quick, the worst thing about the NFL is coaching. You flip a coach, you can turn your You can turn your team around.
7: Can we flip our coach and turn our team around then, <laughs> like tomorrow? You, they should. Yes. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Andrew,
7: can we
0: package a thirty million dollar NIL deal for Brock? The people are asking. Damn. I wonder what. It, I wonder what. It could he might, I, he might come back if that's the case. I wonder what it would have to be real, Like, realistically, though, realistically, if they were like, yeah, they what would it have to be like.
10: No, the next Brock, step on that, gonna... though, is like some college coach being like, all right, Travis Kelsey, we're going to find a way to get you eligible. You're coming back. Yeah, right.
8: Really?
0: Like, no, like, George is like, hey, Brock, you could do something nobody's ever done before. You could win four national titles in a row, be all SEC, all American, four years in a row. They'd have to be like, and we'll give you $10 million. That's what yeah. I'm saying. What's the, what's the, <laughs> num- what's the number, though? Like,
1: yeah, the it's, it be. would have to
0: be a
10: crazy number. What's like, the rookie contract, right? So well, it's...
1: Yeah, but probably more than that,
10: yeah. Right. Yeah, that's wild. Y'all yeah, I'll talk to other people. I'll research this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. See you, Dane. I don't know if that was Dane leaving or not. He might come back on. He has the ability to come back on if he wants to. But um, while, while we do that, we've got another
11: person here, Brandon. <laughs> Oh, what's up, B? How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm I'm doing great, man. Uh, God, Carson Beck, what is that? The uh, highest amount of yards for a UGA quarterback in the first half in twenty seasons, y'all. I mean, my God, do, do you guys know who that was? I, I don't know who the last quarterback to do that was. I
1: would assume it was Eric Zaire, What, twenty years ago,
11: well, 20. 20 like, that, that's like two thousand three. All right,
1: if it was two thousand three, it would have been uh, that have been David Green. Would David Green have done that, though?
7: It was David, David Green. You're great. right. It was David it was. Green. It was 20 years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: David Green put up 300 and a half?
11: Wow. It must have been against New Mexico State or something.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, was like, a, I was there as a little kid when uh, Eric Zier put up like 500 or whatever it was against Southern Miss. Uh, I think that's the record that still stands uh, for passing yards in a game.
0: I wish I could, I wish I could like break down football reference like Dave McMahon does because I could find it within a second. It's going to take me six years if I'm I'm trying to look for this. So you guys keep talking. I'll try to find this here. Um, I don't know if I will.
11: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, Zaire. I mean, that was around the time I was born, (laughs) but yeah, David Green, uh, yeah, the old lefty, uh, that that's my childhood quarterback, uh, but yeah, God, so great. I mean, the offense in general, also, this is a bit understated, but Dejon Edwards. Uh, was nine attempts for 54 and also in receiving six catches for 51. Wow. So yeah. like three yards from scrimmage from Dejon. Kendall Milton ran the best he did all year. Yeah, he, I did. Guess- he looked really good. Oh yeah. He looked really good. Yeah. I guess you could say he's a hundred percent now. roseme Jack Saint. Still doing really good. I liked what he said a couple of weeks ago because they asked him about, you know, his stats. It was his best, you know, stat day. And he says, you know, I don't care about stats. I care about winning, you know. And for a receiver, I mean, that's a UGA receiver right there.
8: Uh, Yeah. But
11: but yeah, I mean, 600 yards (laughs) of offense, y'all. I mean, what else do you say, man? I I love it. Um, 608. 608 to Kentucky's 183. I mean,
0: I've done a little bit of research here, not to take you off course. I don't know if it was David Green in 2003. He only had two games above 300 yards. And the one game I did find against LSU, he played the whole game. Um, so it, it wouldn't have been like he was in there throwing for the whole game. Wouldn't have been that. Somebody, uh, uh, Jack White, Jack White, you know what you need to do. Go find me the last uh, quarterback in the <laughs> last 20 years to throw for 300 yards and a, and a half. Dude. Dude. Beck was unstoppable tonight. Just absolutely uh, – when was the – oh, here's a good question for all three of you. Who was the last quarterback that looked this good for Georgia in a, in a, in a regular season game?
11: Joe Terry. Uh, I mean <laughs> –
1: <laughs> People are going to uh, maybe clown me for saying this, but uh, Stetson's game against UAB two years oh. ago. When everybody was like, Well, I want Carson back to start, blah blah blah, then then everybody was pissed that Stetson was starting and he tore it up. It was UAB though. So I mean it was like, okay, you, know, you you could throw the excuse out there, but he actually looked good. And then of course later in the year when he became the starter over JT, um, you know, that's when everything started to slowly change for the guy. But um that, that would be the last time I, I I could say that, but again, the the opponent. So, I mean, I, I guess it'd be it, the last time against a legitimate opponent did a, a UGA quarterback look this good.
7: But we've watched Carson Beck progressively grow up. I mean, from South oh, sure. Carolina to Auburn to now. And, and I mean, I I told you, Paul, he solidified himself against Auburn last week. He became the man. And today he solidified it again. I mean, and and Jason, you said it, the pocket was unbelievable. I mean, you're not going to be able to do that unless your line is giving you the time to do that. But he's got to find the right guy to throw it to, and he's got to find the open guy. And he's drilling the ball right now. And that that throw he made to Ra was perfect. The throw he made to Marcus on the first drive, where yeah. Marcus made that yeah. basket catch, yeah. that was perfect. That's what you want to see out of your quarterback. He has solidified himself. And Jason, I thought you were nut for saying he's going to be in New York. <laughs> I see it now. I see exactly what you were talking about.
0: Yeah. I, I
1: don't mean, think
7: Jacob believed in himself. Like after the second oh, game. No,
1: I, I was saying it in the summer. I was saying you know, it on the Sunday. Yeah, he, show. He, was, like,
7: he was saying it in the summer. on this no train doubt. for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so back to we'll back- John Flowers, Grayson Lambert against South Carolina. That's a good call right there. Jane uh, uh, you know, yeah, helped yeah. us out here.
0: Eighth yeah. pick, So Bijan, eighth pick, uh, that's kind of probably where Brock's going to get drafted. 13 yeah. mil signing bonus, 5.5 mil for four years. So, yeah, you probably have to get Bowers uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 mil to come back. Not going to happen, but, hey, you can dream, right? Uh, I'm trying to get through here. A lot of comments, guys. Let me see. Uh, where was it? Grayson Lambert. Oh, it's going so fast. John that Flower. Really yeah, is. Grayson Lambert against uh, USC. That was, I, that was actually a really –
1: so I, I, I think that – Oh, definitely Whatever does. completion percentage it was, it's still does. tied. My, I think it's with Geno Smith, maybe, for yeah. the most yeah. accurate game in the history of college football.
0: It's so funny. Hold up. Uh, is Antoine telling the truth here? Georgia Tech with the win against
7: no Miami? No way. They pulled it off. Oh, my god, I believe you. I believe Miami's you. Miami's trash. The final I mean, That's why I thought, Miami, I thought Miami was back, just like Texas. That's what we yeah, were Yeah, 23-20. Right?
1: Well, oh, goodness. my goodness. Gosh.
7: Georgia
0: Tech lost to uh, – Bowling so, yeah. Green and then beats Miami and then All but the then road. the funny
1: thing is Bowling Green got shut out today yeah, by Miami of Ohio, <laughs> 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 yeah like twenty seven nothing or something
0: like that. Oh, I can't, yeah, you oh, can't oh, make it's... this stuff up. Um, hey Jason, I'm gonna bring Roddy on so I can relieve I... your duties, my friend. But uh, I appreciate you as always opening up with us. Absolutely,
1: y'all take care. Y'all have a good one.
0: All right, brother. Um, and then Eddie and brandon i got a couple others waiting so let me bring them on uh eddie i'll see you tomorrow brandon as always appreciate you calling in my man oh yeah
11: yeah thanks for having me on guys take it easy all right
0: dude take care all right let's bring on the boss man here Uh uh-oh what (laughs) say something
8: say
12: something
0: i brought my lunch
12: It's too late. It is eleven thirty. Do we need to get you some Voss water? Maybe a little. Uh, <laughs> Look, a little Pellegrino. Already, already, went
0: to, already went to the Gatorade. We got a full Yeti. I think we're ready to go. Well,
12: uh, I got I my Fiddler. Go. My Fiddler thing is almost empty. Oh, uh, hey. Um you know, have a little bit after each victory. Georgia six and zero, looking the best they have all season. Yeah, the last six quarters, second half of Auburn. Uh, four quarters of this game, this is before the season I wrote, Georgia's going to go 15-0. And, and you know me, I'm the most attic uh, munsonitis uh, glass half-empty guy when it comes to Georgia football. I've seen too much uh, heartbreak and just things go sideways for the Georgia football team. But I'm like, look, what people in the program are telling us, who are watching summer practice, who watch spring practice, who are watching these guys. They're like looking at the running back room, you know. Again, everybody was healthy back then. Looking at the wide receivers, the two transfers you got in. Yeah, you lose A.D. Mitchell, but, you know, you brought in two really good guys. Ra-Ra Thomas is making plays everywhere. Dominic Lovett looks like a superstar. And you add them to Ladd McConkie. You got your tight ends who are, you know, Brock Bowers and Oscar Delp. And this lost and lucky kid, he's the next Brock Bowers. Okay, and look at this offensive line. Your three interior guys are same guys you had last year. And Ernest Green's just a, a, a people pusher. And Amarius uh, Mims is a first round pick. And I'm, okay, and this defense. Look at this defense. I'm like, you know, fine. So I'm like, I, I'll go out of limb. I'll, I'll be. I'll take what the people inside the program are telling me, and I'll write a column or write some pre pre camp notes saying Georgia's going 15 and 0. And I've never said anything like that. I'll never going to go undefeated in the regular season last year, and that's like that's the most Disney esque I've ever been in my life. And then they're down fourteen to three against South Carolina. Like crap. Yeah, they're they getting their heads caved in on the road at Auburn. You know, I'm like Jesus. I'm gonna look like such an idiot, which is fine. I mean, it, 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 hey, you're wrong. You're wrong. Right. Uh, it wouldn't be the fir- wouldn't be the first time. And as we know, Paul's always wrong. But Jesus, today, I mean, the drive. Touchdown! 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 Punt! Touchdown! Touchdown! Punt! I mean, a uh, field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, field goal. Hell, even I mean, everybody looked. This this was the team that everybody was telling me about in spring, in summer. This is what all those insiders were seeing, which we haven't seen. So, uh, can they do it again? I mean, well, they'll do it to Vandy, and they'll probably do it to Florida, but uh, uh, I mean, Missouri is going to be a little tougher game, but. That they should, if they play to their capabilities. And again, you got a quarterback. This is only his sixth game, and he looks like a superstar. Raw Rod Thomas is rounding into form. Uh, I need to go back and read my 3 2 1 column. I called a lot of this stuff just because we were being told, man, Kendall's back this week. Yeah. Raw Thomas has got it. Uh, look for a deep shot to Arian Smith. Uh, you know, Marcus Roseby Jack Saint is, is him. Again, this, when this team plays to its capabilities and they get a little healthy, and again, you're still without uh, uh, Lad McConkey to play a whole lot, you know. But with Javon Bullard back there, uh, how many rushing 59. yards did Ray Davis get?
0: Fifty nine. Fifty nine. Fifty nine uh, was the number for Big Ray. The big thing, though, like I said earlier, uh, his long of the day was only eleven yards. So what helped him against Florida? He had multiple, multiple big play rushing plays. Florida did shit then. That's
12: the only thing I can think of. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Florida's Florida's god awful. Gotta be, um, and and well, I you can
12: have a bad day. Yeah, you right. Can, you you right. can. Miami's having a bad day. You know, the Braves <laughs> had a bad day today.
0: You know? yeah. The,
12: yeah. Miami losing Georgia Tech—that's a bad day. Georgia had a bad day on the plains. Georgia right. had a bad day when South Carolina came to town. You and, and get the Auburn game should have been close. You, you gave them two easy touchdowns. You know, two quick turnovers. You, you screwed that up. But Kirby was asking, what did you learn about your team? He's like, yeah, well, you know, we can take a punch and we can give a punch. And I think that they kind of gelled through those struggles, just like Georgia kind of gelled last year with that tight you know game against uh, uh, Missouri. So uh, I, I'm very impressed with this football team. Foco, Foco
0: Loco Dog says 59 yards. That's only 200 shy <laughs> of what Florida allowed. Actually, I think it was 200 30. 221 uh focal loco uh this guy's been waiting for a while right let's bring him on uh jay oh yeah High.
12: i already tweeted jay hyde's on deck so let's get him in here
0: let's get him in here jay Hyde. what's up man can't can't hear you brother
13: hey gentlemen there, there you are hey what's yeah on? yeah. thanks for uh, it's, uh so a little backstory you know just relocated to florida from georgia i was up there last weekend with uh my dad and uh, my uncle is uh, probably, you know, uh, throwing Bobo under the bus all the time, all the time. And come back down to Florida this weekend, and I wasn't here to rub it all in their face. And, <laughs> <laughs> Which is the
12: best part of football.
3: Right.
13: Right. So, no, I mean, uh, seeing Beck be able to gain some confidence in those yeah. first drives this week was huge, right? So... Uh, really good. Uh, even the guys down here, you know, I relocated down here for work and, um, you know, got a few, few Georgia uh, supporters down here. Oh, uh, it's not looking real good, not looking real good. And, then, you know, their takes, uh, you're right, and Let them get a little confidence. Let them get a little confidence. And then it just showed out tonight, man. It, it made me real happy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've, I've kind of asked a few folks this uh, i haven't asked everybody because tonight feels more of a and the overreaction show can go both ways we can overreact uh negatively or we can overreact positively tonight has been more positive uh is there anything that you saw that you can overreact to on the negative side though
13: uh not huge negative you know yeah we, we we still don't have that that huge push in the middle uh we don't have that edge setter uh we don't have that Nolan Smith right now, you know, uh, Chaz stepped up a lot tonight, you know, I mean, not so much seven edge, but also got out on the perimeter down, did a, did a lot of good in the pass, you know, broke up a couple of passes. Um, uh, still don't have Nolan there yet to set that edge, but look real, real, good in the run game tonight. Over good, uh, overall real good on defense as well.
0: Yeah. I, I think, If there were any gripes tonight, Roddy, which Barry Watkins has double dared anybody to find something wrong tonight. There's always something. There's always something. Barry's first damn show. (laughs) There's always something, uh, B-Dub. You know, it is is that defensive line. Uh, It's that I never thought, I really never thought, and we talked about this last week, Nolan Smith would be the guy that we'd be like, yeah, that's probably the guy they're missing, you know, the most. Well, and see,
5: a lot is,
12: of it is, it is. It's. It looks like Trayvon Walker. Yeah. He didn't have crazy numbers, right? You know? no, no one didn't either. Didn't have crazy numbers, you no. know. But here's the thing: when that guy sets the edge and it goes the other way, and you know your inside linebackers get tackles, you know when those guys set the edge when they blow up that side of it, and the, the quarterback rolls away from them into someone else. We very seldom go back and see the uh, butterfly wings that caused the hurricane. We don't go back and look at what screwed that play up we don't see it where the coaches do and but it's funny at the end of this season they're like yeah that guy's a first round not only really a first round draft pick he's like the number one guy overall you know so sometimes we're looking at the box score the coaches looking at scheme who's had to take on double teams who who can't let their safety i mean their uh tight end roll out for a little curl route because he's got to stay in and chip you know trayvon or nolan and you know when you can get one-on-one and Give Kentucky credit for having just Velcro hands. There are some, there's some beautiful holding out there tonight. There was, there was some. Pretty, and again, I'm not I gonna, tell you
0: this every week, Roddy. They hold every week.
12: Well, they know, do. Everybody. And I'm just saying, there were some egregious ones out there, and I don't want to get too much into it, uh, Jihad. But I'm with you there. A couple right off that first drive is like, are you, are you, crapping me right now? Are you joking? You, <laughs> Where, where's the guy on the edge? And then they adjust, right. you know. And uh, but you're right. Uh, they did take away the gap. So give the defensive front. You know they they weren't coming after the quarterback. That wasn't their job. Their job was say, okay, these A gaps are gone. These B gaps are gone. And we're going to fight you on the on the on the edge. And there's nowhere for Ray Davis to run. He's a one. He's a cutback guy. There's no lanes open. So I'm with you. You don't have that uh, Devonte Wyatt in the middle. You don't have that Jordan Davis. You know you you don't have a disruptor on the defensive front, but you had some journeymen, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. Stackhouse, Zion Lowe, Warren Brinson, uh, Walter Walther played a hell of a game. Uh, those guys took away all the, all the gaps.
8: It's
13: like, okay. Absolutely. I mean, I think uh, we've been very much, um, spoiled the past couple of years too. Yeah. So the, the way we look at it, uh, you know, is you know, everything that comes up the middle, we should just, jump be on to, and, 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 and it's done at that point and then it should be for right. a loss right. you know and and, and have to look at it from a different perspective at this point but
12: i'd, I'd love at, to see that but for
13: tonight uh, against a, a back of that caliber and ray davis they those guys did a hell of a job
12: i would love to see how many yards he got between the tackles it has yeah. gotta be it's gotta Very be at yeah
0: and and to, to Jay Hyde's point, that's exactly what everybody is so spoiled. Like they think a run up the middle should be negative yardage. Yeah, that's what job, it was for right? two
7: years. That's what it but was. It, but if
12: Georgia doesn't, it, Georgia and they get yardage. You run power, you know, when they go wide and you run power off that guard and he comes around and you, you expect that to go for 10-15 yards. And when it doesn't, you're like, what the hell is wrong with this run game? Right. Yeah. But, but overall, overall, man.
0: Overall, Jay Hyde, uh, how how much. How much more uh, soothing is it now? After the Auburn game, you're able to come put a 50-burger up against Kentucky. Now you've got Vandy. Where are the nerves at right now?
13: So, over uh, – last week, my nerves were tore up. I ain't right, going to lie. Right. right, So bad. So bad. And I don't know. Probably after, like, first quarter and a half, I put my feet down have a drink next to me and i just sat back and enjoyed the game you know like the past couple years so um after tonight it's i'm very much relieved so
0: well i think i think you speak for all of uh the georgia fan base i think it's it's tough it's tough to find it's tough to find some stuff to overreact to negatively but it's also very easy to overreact positively uh, against a team like Kentucky who before they played Florida was 122nd out of 133 in strength of schedule it didn't go much much higher with the Florida game uh, so you know it's it's also they're ranked so it, it looks good on paper but you kind of dive into their season it they haven't played anybody except Florida so always good to to keep level-headed Jay Hyde
13: that too uh, well, it's the same it's, uh, I don't know how y'all felt about it but the line come out last week, uh, minus 14 and a half, and I was like, you're crazy. I mean, and I, I wanted to feel good about it, and then the line came out, and I was like, no way, no way. And then we came out tonight and showed out, and then it made me feel real good. I can't lie.
0: So. It's my first uh, spread of the year I missed. I said Georgia would not cover. so I, w- I was with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I- I yeah. said Georgia would not cover. I thought it was going to be one of those 28-24. Uh, Georgia was going to be losing at half.
13: Absolutely. No, I know. I, know. I, I wasn't there. I, I thought it was going to be the same uh, past couple of years. You know, we're in front, but, you know, not by a lot. I didn't think we would open it up a lot. Uh, they opened it up a lot. I don't know if it was a result of them opening up the playbook a little more. I think it was really more of a result of, Carson really gaining some confidence and then they opened up that for him like right there, got some completions right there at the beginning and his confidence got up. And then it was game on from that point, you know, and he just showed out and uh, I love the,
12: what changed the game was I think first play handoff seven yards. Right. And Mike Bobo probably wet himself at that point. He's like, Oh crap. <laughs> the, we, we got him. And, and the coaches know early. I don't understand the stuff they see. I sit next to one for three hours, and I'm still—I feel like uh, I'm in first grade. But just like we—we we can move them. We can move these guys around. Yep. And every time they needed it, they handed the ball off, and it was positive yardage. How many? I think there's what one or two, maybe two plays that there's a handoff that didn't get positive yardage. That's insane. Of course, when Georgia was handing the ball off, I mean, when uh, Kentucky handed the ball off, Georgia's meeting them in the backfield, dropping those guys. And again, when you go wide, it's a lot easier to drop you for a loss. But so few negative plays in that first drive, second drive. Uh, The only thing got in Georgia's way was Georgia. And you're like, this is is what they could be. So remember when we were furious after the South Carolina game, Jay Hyde? Remember when we were. You know, everybody's butthole was clenched against Auburn. You know, it wasn't good enough against UAB. Ball State, you know, what's, what's scoreless first quarter against Ball State or something. And yeah. then 31 points in the second quarter. But it was like, that damn quarter, what, what's going on? Again, even when my column this week, I wrote, Georgia can't start. I mean, can't, will they start fast? But if you can run it like they did today, and then you got those uh, – Carson Beck's like, I'm just going to take what they give me. I'm just going to pound them and just make them uh, humiliate them. That is why we were so mad, those games, because, yes, we're spoiled. Um, Very much. But I think everybody who's watching, all 400 of you, felt the team was capable of doing this, doing what they did tonight. Yeah. Again, you don't have the disruptor in the middle, you know, but do you see, uh, I mean, pop Dumas Johnson, two sacks. Killed That's it. Small Monday killing people. Uh, they tried to throw twice uh, sideline routes on uh, Kamari Lasser. He almost picked one, batted the other one away. Yep. Uh, Chaz Chambliss drops back into coverage, bats a pass down. Uh, exactly. They run behind Xavier Truss, first down. Cedric Van Pran gets hurt, goes back out there. They run behind him, immediate play, five-yard pickup. Uh Brock Bowers drops one in the end zone. Like, what the hell? But then, of course, he goes and catches another one. He has his third 100-yard game. I don't know the last time Georgia had three uh, – a wide receiver, 300-yard rows in a – three 100-yard games in a row. Uh, Beck, again, in game six, looks all world.
8: Um, yeah, and,
13: and another thing off that, like, Wilson comes in, you know, once Van Prenn goes out, you know, three or four low snaps in a row, and Carson just – Grabs it, you know, yeah. especially the touchdown to Milton right there, just grabs yeah. it off the ground, hands it off. Like,
8: that so never happened funny. wrong.
13: And then he coaches them up after that, you know, they, you know, they, uh, on the TV, you know, they were like, oh, I don't know what they were doing, but he was just, you know, telling them it's all right, you know, get the snap up, you know, we got it, you know, and so, you know, n- not even any let off after that. They made up for it and went on about it.
12: And he did that so well, it tricked me. I was sitting there, and I I did not see Kendall Milton score yeah. because I thought it was a fake the way the ball went. And with okay. uh, Carson peeling to his left, I'm like, naked boot? You know.
13: Nope. Low snap, man. He made up for it, got the ball handed off, in for the touchdown.
12: Yeah. And uh, another example, you mentioned him, Kendall Milton gets in. The touchdown run was good, but that paled in comparison to the play before that where – he gets, he gets the ball, runs two yards, gets hit, but then picks up four more. Right. Picks beach. up. And then, right. and asks, and he's like, I'm going to kill somebody. I, 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 don't
8: I mean, how know,
13: good is it? Right now. Yeah, how good yeah, is it? You can see uh, Milton actually out there a little bit healthy. You know,
0: it opens up a lot. Put it together,
13: man. So, yeah. you know, they, if they, he keeps they, on and gets into, you know, healthy enough to, you know, take those additional snaps off of – Edwards, man. how good we're we going to be in the running game now?
12: Yeah, well, I mean, look how Deion got his yards. He doesn't overpower people. He shifts through them. You know, I, I think of him like a cat burglar. He just dodges and dives all the uh, trip wires and a laser burglar? lines and stuff. You know, just <laughs> dude, just he's like, I'm just going, I'm gonna, I'm just going to uh, be over here. Y'all do what y'all got to do. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to get these so. yards. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's six yards down the field. Absolutely. But sometimes you have to bang, you know, and Kendall Milton showed that he, he can bang. So, I mean, a lot of Georgia's plays are draw, drawn up so that you you get a hat on a hat, but then you're going to have a running back on a linebacker, running back on a safety, and running back has to break that tackle or make him miss or drive him backwards. Give me Kendall Milton against just about anybody, you know. I mean, he's just got the, the full head of steam, the acceleration, uh, and again, you saw those safeties creeping up, you saw those linebackers creeping up to the line of scrimmage, and all of a sudden, Georgia goes play action. <laughs> it's like, pick your how much time did Carson Beck have to ball, throw the ball tonight?
0: 17 seconds each, yeah,
12: yeah,
13: <laughs> at least
0: his jerseys. Uh, I it was like he was early. just standing there doing whatever he wanted to do, yeah,
13: yeah. He, he was t-
12: He's he googling how to how to throw a, a fade route. <laughs> yeah, he even. I, guess, said, I uh, guess the
13: only complaint, really, is that, I mean, is like every once in a while, pull it, make them yeah. guess. You know, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's my only, I guess, overreaction out of there. There was, there was a couple in the, probably the first, second quarter that yeah, he could have pulled it out and ran. And and, and at that point, I guess it, it, it makes them second guess. At that point, you know. Maybe he will run every once in a while. Maybe he will pull it.
0: Well, Jay Hyde, man, I appreciate you calling in. First-time caller, hopefully long-time listener, man.
13: Uh, I've been listening forever. I, I got up the gumption tonight. Just
0: jump on. I appreciate you guys.
13: Hey,
12: we, All we, right, man. We, we need people from Florida calling. Yeah. You know. need so much,
0: We appreciate you, though, man. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Jim. All right, man.
12: Jump on next week, Jay Hyde. We need you.
0: Hey, uh, Roddy. Yeah. Did you see how Georgia Tech beat Miami?
12: I saw everybody talking about that because uh, I saw Miami Dear tied God. up.
0: God. Uh. <laughs> that's not
12: that's not real.
0: It's real. It's real. Yeah. It's, uh, man.
12: You, I mean, uh, Gary Gilbreth says Arizona's beating USC 17 7.
0: Yeah, they're beating them pretty bad right now. Um, there's one guy we can't beat, though, Roddy. You know who that is?
12: Oh, God. That's the worst ever.
0: It's, it's the doctor.
12: What a transition!
0: <laughs> you know,
12: Paul's a pro, Roddy.
0: Paul's a pro. Yeah, you don't pay me the big bucks uh, for nothing, you know. Uh, and here, this is a segment I like to call Roddy. Ask me anything, okay? And what it really revolves around is is football, but more so, more than football, a little bit of family, a little bit of faith. Um,
12: and hey, so before before we go to the doctor. We have to take a quick commercial break and mention our friends at ASW distillery. So, uh, I'm having the uh, fiddler, you know, some pounding that, uh, today we got the hunker down vodka. Yes. Now this is new. Now ASW wins all these awards. You see it on the screen there. They won all these awards for what they do. Five out of the six founders at ASW are Georgia fans. So they're beside themselves tonight. They're happy. They all have the, uh, the tasting facility out at the uh, battery, which he, after a game like tonight, you can go by the tasting uh, place and uh, <laughs> have, have, a, have a drink or two. Uh, or but they have a new vodka that they've uh, delivered in conjunction with the Classic City Collective. The Classic City Collective runs the Georgia NIL program. So if you're trying to get Brock Bowers to stay for another year, you're trying to get uh, uh, K.J. Bolden to flip from FSU to UGA – it's the, the NIL has a ton to do with it right now. And so people are saying, "What what is NICAR thinking? There's a lot of comments. What is NICAR, the kid that just decommitted from uh, Georgia and is now looking around who went to the Auburn game? NICAR is probably looking at about $25,000, $30,000 a month some of these schools are offering him, okay? Georgia's not going to offer him that. But for Georgia to be able to do so, Classic City Collective needs, not, needs a lot of money. Hunker... which will soon be an award-winning vodka, I can guarantee it, Uh, some of the proceeds of that will go to the Classic City Collective, and they will be able to distribute those funds amongst the players. Now, that's not to say that uh, Hunker is affiliated with the University of Georgia. They are affiliated with the Classic City Collective. There is a a hard wall there between the two. Uh, But don't drink Tito's, don't drink uh, Grey Goose, don't drink any of these others. Get the one made by Georgia folks for Georgia fans. So take Hunker to your next tailgate when you get a chance.
0: You said uh, you said twenty five to thirty grand a month. (laughs) Heard that by
12: the way. I'm not saying that him specifically, but that is uh, some of those are numbers being batted around for top players these days.
0: Well, I hope I hope my son Jackson can uh, grow up to be big and strong because we're gonna need
12: that. Damn. (laughs) Maybe, maybe he takes after his mother.
0: Yeah, if he gets my genes, he'll just be uh, staying up late nights talking about it. But, uh, you know, anyways, doctor, what's the diagnosis on this uh, Man, I'm good at this shit. What's the (laughs) diagnosis on this Georgia football team?
2: (laughs)
10: Four
14: four things I wrote about after the game. Uh, It's on UGASports.com. But the first thing is, the biggest thing for me is, You didn't know like last year there were struggles, there were inconsistencies, there was, you know, 36 to 22 against Kent, there was, you know, struggle at Missouri. But you'd seen the ceiling in the beginning, the first game against Oregon, you knew what the ceiling looked like, especially against a quality opponent. We hadn't seen that this year, you'd only seen struggle for the most part, inconsistencies, a few quarters here and there, slow starts. All that, and you finally got to see what the ceiling of this team could be, and that's and that's something I think that's big moving forward, especially given the fact that you have Vanderbilt and then a buy before you sort of hit the home stretch. Uh, the other one was I know Roddy's a fan of sort of acronyms and corny phrases and whatnot, but uh, I went kill, fired around here. I mean, I went killer bees tonight, but. You got Bowers, Beck, and Bobo as the third killer B.
12: Bobo sucks. You know this. He needs to be fired. Remember, he gave the ball to Hudson Mason to throw it against South Carolina 750 damn years ago. Fire Bobo. Why why, why would you defend him?
14: It's because of how they're evolving and getting sort of the best out of what they have each week because – They know they're not going to run the ball and just, or, you know, just line up and sort of pound it down people's throats. Darnell's not there, all the things that we've sort of talked about. Well, it's, but you did it though after you threw it like 15 out of the first 17 plays. Like this is a passing game, sets up the running game for this team. And the things that they're doing, the little things that they did tonight, like the very first play of the game, you know, just a quick swing to, to Edwards. But then the three plays off of that same action later, hitting backside one-on-ones, like stuff like that. And then the play action that we talk about consistently. The big call for me, the like the call of the game, like I even texted Dane. I think that was the play of the game, was the third and one play action to Bowers on, I think, the second drive where everybody was lined oh, up and tight. Yeah. Really they even cool. went pistol. He held the fake long. And it's just nobody goes. Bowers' motion, like th- the design of that, and the the sort of big picture identity piece for that. That hey, we got a great, accurate quarterback. We have a Superman on the in Bowers, like the ultimate chess piece in the game. That's our team. That's our identity. That's kind of what I wrote about after the game. Outside of Kentucky, just fumbling over themselves and being idiots and dumb penalties and inaccurate throwing. They kind of sped up the blowout.
0: Who won the toss?
14: Kentucky. They deferred. Deferred.
0: Yep. Uh, And most teams do, right? How big of a – Georgia's only scored 17 points in the first quarter leading up into this game. How big was that first drive for Georgia to go out there and just look – I mean, just dominant uh, and – how big of a change would that have been had they not done that like is this game still the same or was it just a a snowball effect there because we've all played sports you know at least middle school wise uh and you know we 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 know what it takes to kind of build momentum was it just a huge momentum builder there they they knew if they lost they were going to get the if they lost the toss they were going to defer it to georgia they're going to have to go out there and show what's up and they just built off that
14: i I mean i think it's a great point i I would have if I were Kentucky, I would have taken the ball just because yeah. given the slow start that you've talked about, I would have taken the ball just to go ahead and try to do something with it. But even, you know, Georgia obviously goes down and scores, but Kentucky comes right back and is moving right down the field, but getting yeah, third down and then crushed. Leary penalty, penalty cl- killed it. The First holding penalty, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Leary misses, like, I think, Paul, you hit that throw.
0: Yes. Yes, that was a On that third was a down. Like, throw. Yeah,
14: and that guy I, he may have scored. Like he was running for days, kind of thing. I think it was, he was getting the least to the
7: five. Yes.
14: Yeah. And like that was coming into the game. That was a thing. Like that guy's just inconsistent, inaccurate, and he's not really the same since he got hurt last, you know, a couple years ago. So they missed they missed their chances, and then once Georgia sort of got rolling. Then it was,
0: it
7: was all the Yes. Then it was
14: done.
0: But then, but then Kentucky still had another chance, right? And then they had that personal foul that so that, that stopped that drive. And I, I kind of felt that third
14: down they gave the ball back to Georgia. That was unreal. right. I,
0: I felt bad for Mark Stoops because they asked him, they were like, "What do you have to do?" And he's like, "These penalties, man. Like, we're literally shooting ourselves in the foot here." Because yeah. in the first, in the first, they normally coach better than that. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And it was, I think it was the the same guy on both of those. It was the same offensive lineman for the holding and the personal yeah. foul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, th- this thing could have turned out a little bit different had that not happened because at the beginning of the game, Georgia wasn't getting much pressure. Leary was having time back there to throw and do what yeah. he wanted to do. And, and then once you get behind so far, Brent, you, you almost have to start playing catch up. You get out of your groove, your game yeah. plan, everything. And those two penalties were huge in getting Kentucky out of that game plan. And
14: you eliminate the Ray Davis factor. And that was correct. Like I said that on around the league on Thursday. I'm like, this is what I want to see from Georgia. You dictate the pace of the game by your through your offense. Don't let teams run the ball in you like, because they have to throw it because they're behind. Yep. Like, and, and that was kind of what happened. You because David, by the way, he's still really good.
8: <laughs> made oh, some no.
14: really good runs. He sets up things really well for them and what they do. Patience. But, yeah, like to me, he's a souped-up version of Dejan. Like, a little faster, a little more explosive, a yep. thicker. But the way they're, they're running styles, very similar. Uh, so patient. And, like, I think he could have been a factor in the game had they not, you know, hit themselves in the head a few times.
10: It kind well, it reminds of reminds me
0: of uh, Mike Davis at South Carolina back in the day.
14: Yes, it's a good comp. 2-8. Same name too.
12: Yeah, yeah. Hey, and hey, Mike well. was one of my favorite recruits of all time to cover. Good guy. Still. Stevenson Great. High School, if I remember correctly. Yes, right? sir. When they had hey. all when they had like 17 guys there that all went D1. There was just that, yeah. that ridiculous class of Stevenson. But so Georgia goes up seven-nothing. Uh Kentucky's moving. Then they screw it up. Georgia gets the ball back, drives again. Now, now, sending you down two scores, fourteen nothing. It's not like ten, uh, and you're thinking, okay, we need to score quickly here. And George gets another score. It's like, to your point, now you get a throw. Yep,
0: and you, and and, and you have to throw. You have to throw differently than how yeah. you were planning. Like right. you, you can't set to incorporate Ray and and do all this. Now you're just full yeah. fledged. We you don't,
12: you don't have that play action threat. I mean, Georgia still, still works some, but George's like, come on. We, we know you're not gonna run it too much you're down three scores right and that, that changes things up a little bit but then george is like okay we're gonna we don't have to come pressure you buddy like you talk about not getting pressure on those first couple of drives like no we're worried about number one yep we got a, we got linebackers moving wherever he's going we're taking away his gaps we're blocking everything off uh we're gonna take ray davis out of it and we're, we're gonna larry you have to win this game and again, yeah, he couldn't. I'll take. There are very few quarterbacks in the nation right now. I'll take against Georgia's secondary. Lasser on one side, Malachi Starks, Javon Bullard, uh, Tyke Smith, and again, the the only weakness in that thing, I guess, would be Dalen Everett, and that's that's only because he's young. He's going to get better. And then you saw Georgia actually play some balls in the air. My number one grief about <laughs> well, if you're the down the, third and second, throw deep on Georgia, you're always going to hold a, a holding penalty or a pass interference. Throw deep every time. And Georgia, nope. No, well, they, they played balls in the air. Well, Even the linebackers played balls in the air today. So I was like, this is – there was no easy pickings for Larry.
14: And it's a great point that you made in terms of what is the strength of Georgia's defense? The strength is the secondary. Well, how do you let team how do you play to that strength? You play from ahead. Yeah. And you make teams throw the ball. So now they're playing to your strength. Versus if you don't start fast and you start slow, now they can run their they offense. Can and their, yeah. They can dictate tempo. You play right. from ahead, you play, you are now playing defense through your strength
0: as well. And that and that lack of pressure, like Roddy said, doesn't matter much anymore because you're having to try to get the ball downfield against a very talented secondary, which we saw tonight. The recipe for that ended with Devin Leary, 10 for 26 uh, with 128 yards. I mean, this, this kid, he was supposed to be, there,
12: there were two drops, but that's still that even the gets both yeah. those. He's still under 50%. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, this, this guy was supposed to be the real deal. I mean, he was supposed to be the, the top top transfer player, QB. Right. Yeah. I think he was the top on some some sites. A lot of
14: rankings. Yeah, no. Right. The accuracy is usually real. Like he's got a major hitch in his throw now. and I, I, to even what he was a couple years ago. Yeah. Other thing tonight I thought don't was, get caught uh, up in
12: the rankings, even though we, we put out rankings. Don't get caught up. <laughs>
14: uh th- I thought it was really good to see. I thought Milton looked as good as he's looked all season.
12: Very
7: true.
14: More burst than ever. Like I would borderline take it easy with him next, given your opponent next week. And that way
12: I wouldn't even play him next week,
14: but I got like, a, I
12: got a question. If that's for not you. how they roll. I know. I'm, <laughs> but I got yes, a question I knew
14: you it
0: you Okay. Go for it. Um, so we touched on this earlier in the show and I want your opinion on this. Dejon had one reception in the first five games for Georgia. Uh, now has six tonight. Was that a product of, was that just an anomaly or was that a product of getting Kendall Milton back? And Bobo saying, "All right, now I can incorporate, you know, a passing a passing You're attack a out of these, out of these running backs because I don't have to worry about Dejon getting hurt. I have at least another scholarship back that I can rely on. I don't have to rely on a Dylan Bell or a Cash Jones or even an Andrew Paul." Uh, or is it just an anomaly? Hey, this happened because he was getting dumped off to. They weren't really true routes like we saw with Macintosh on wheel routes last year, There are more checkdowns. Yes, but I'm just wondering: do we see that more? Which I think could even help help the offense even more.
14: I think it's a good point in terms of that, but like the first few, well, one like the first one of the game, like the first that's a run, like that's yeah. the, that's the run yeah. extension game type thing, but it's it's a catch. And then he got like two or three really quick ones right there before the half where they navigated the half really well, just checking the ball down because they had timeouts. So I think some of it's game situation, some of it's your point. And, that, and they, either way, the combination of that is a good thing. I think the like with Beck, what you've seen with him over these first six games is someone who is just, you know, darts in terms of accuracy from intermediate to less like he's missed some of the stuff much deeper down the field, but his intermediate throw game is just dead on accurate. And the combination of that, that plus play calling and what they're doing schematically to get like Bowers didn't have guys within 10 yards of him in certain instances. Yeah. Like he's the best yeah. player in the country. How does that's that happen? crazy? That's that scheme. That's coaching. Like that's using motion and, route combos and things like that to get that. And you have the QB who's functioning within that and seeing it well. I think now you're seeing the passing game sort of take that tick level that go up because that was kind of one of the things that was Stetson the past few years where there would be some frustrations with him where it's like, Hey dude, you're missing these layups we're giving you like stop missing our layups. And Beck is not missing any layups. Like he's maybe missed a few deep ones, but outside of that, major on point from an accuracy standpoint.
0: And I see Rhett Womack saying that it's an extension of the run game. I get that, but they've only passed to Dejon once before he've only had one reception prior to today. So extension of the run game, sure, with the wide receiver screens, but today they were actually able to get it to the running back. I'm just curious if that uh, you know, I think it's something to monitor moving forward now that they that Kendall is healthy, so that they can finally get a, you know, some running back routes, if you will, uh, out of the backfield.
14: I think what you're gonna see is a lot of much like with Munken, and I think Obo being there with Munkin last year, how their plan, in essence, was different from week to week because that's what the pros do. They have a different opponent that runs a different scheme week to week versus a, hey, here's what we do, and we're just going to do what we do no matter what you do. And thus, you see this week with the outside guys, with Thomas and Rosemary Jackson being heavily involved and Lad and Lovett being – you know, barely involved. Like yeah, Lovett next had week, two, two next for week, 16. McConkey had one for 11. I bet I could see next week Lovett and Ladd combining for like seven and, you know, 120. Like just because of the opponent, because of how it differs week to week. And that's that's what you want. That's what you want to be able to attack teams based on what they do. And that's why I, I thought they would run a lot of play action early just because of – and by the way, I felt a lot bad, better about this game because later in the week – uh, I watched more of Florida's game against Kentucky. And OMG, did Florida play beyond, not just bad, but bad from a <laughs> setup and a coaching standpoint, where you're just like, how are you not giving your QB answers? Because Merch has been playing well, but they gave him no answers in that game. And just that's what I, I felt better as the week went along as I watched more of Kentucky's game
12: against Florida. Yeah, I, was, I felt a lot better when uh, you go back and look at the number of missed tackles. You're like, God, this Florida team sucks.
14: Yes, no, oh, it was
8: awful.
12: But again, but, again, you can have a bad day. They won't play Georgia that way. They'll tackle all over the damn place. No. And, you know, they'll hit their guys. But uh, we talk about Carson being accurate in the intermediate stuff. He wasn't the first game. He wasn't the second game. Right. I mean, he completed passes. But, remember, some of those passes were behind a guy. Cart- uh, he had wide receivers bailing his butt out. You know, just on a slant route, a crossing route, uh, hell, uh, double moves, you know, just not quite there. But he has settled down. I mean, he, hell, his post game interviews are more comfortable now. Again, it's different in game six than it is in game one. Ernest Green, same thing. You know, uh, anybody's, you've gone on the road, you've had some tough games, you come out and win them, you build confidence, you build timing. Ra-Ra Thomas is a lot better. He knows more in week six than he did in week one. And go back and read that 3-2-1 uh, column. I mentioned him specifically, and Marcus Roseby jack Saint, because my folks are telling me that's the guys to look at. So we put him in our column, and those were the guys that took off into the show. Uh, one of the questions was, will somebody help out Brock Bowers? Because he's going to get draped. He's going to get double coverage. He's going to get bracketed. They're going to be all over him. They were a few times, and they used him uh, to, you know, they saw you saw linebackers going over there. And then Georgia would send in somebody to wear that uh, that vacated spot, and they'd get a completion. But you saw them going to Marcus Roseby saying I feel so bad that he's got ninety nine yards.
0: Yeah, and they tried to get it. To, they tried they to get a couple, couple more passes to him, and I think one was a uh, yeah, one was a pass interference, and then uh, one he just couldn't get around the the corner. So they tried to get him over that hundred yeah. yard mark. They did.
14: Um, speaking of Bowers, did you happen to see the replay when the kid's arm got hurt when he tried to tackle Bowers? Was that what mm-hmm.
0: is that what happened?
14: He reached out with one arm and hit Bowers like lower leg area, and literally broke his arm in half. Damn! <laughs> it like it was just what? like dangling there. The guy that they took off in his arm, like they showed the replay. It was you have to go back and watch. It was. Nasty. And it was literally just so by hitting Bowers leg. He's
11: mm.
0: he's made he's Superman. He's good. He's good. Uh 467 yards now for Bowers. You know that uh one thing that everybody talks about is thousand he's, yard receiver. Oh, he's got more than, it's
14: more than that. It's like five forty five, I think.
0: I just did the tally. I just did it with my math, uh my remedial math. He was like I think he
14: was four thirty coming didn't into the game, you. wasn't he?
0: Don't you build roofs? Yeah,
14: Matthew, do kind of four ten or something
0: like that coming in the game. I thought. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Oh, damn. Yeah.
8: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: One second.
14: There this was no.
12: invoices, folks. Just let y'all know.
8: There's
14: <laughs> how <laughs> much you
12: owe for your roof.
14: He's <laughs> you saving people money, right? But under
0: undercharging. Under yeah, let's see. One twenty one, one fifty seven, one thirty two, five forty five. Yeah, that's one. Okay, good, good, good. Five. Damn, what did I say? He's getting a thousand. Five forty five. If they, if they want, if, if
14: he's got to get to, you're going to need to. I, I think he's going to because you're, you're going to. Like, he's he is what he is, and that's the targets are seven, there. He's
0: got seven more games. Uh, Foster says. Uh, of of Brock Bowers, but seven more games to get to a thousand. He's at five forty five. Was that four hundred and fifty five yards? They he needs he'll get there. He'll get there. He'll be the first guy since who? Edwards. Yeah.
14: Only guy, right? He's the only guy, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, damn. That I mean, that's that's used probably every year in uh, negative recruiting against Georgia. Is this guy? Oh,
12: yeah. uh, uh, you head- what, that's one of the reasons Georgia can't recruit a top flight wide receiver because they're like. Well, look, in their own literature, they talk about being RBU, running back U. Their number one uh, guy is a tight end. They throw the tight ends all the time. They throw the wide the – well, their top wide receiver the last two years just transferred out. Why go there and then have to transfer later on? Don't listen to the stuff they're telling you. I mean, the negative recruiting is awful. But that's why I was like, man, throw it to somebody else. I, I know you're going to throw it to 10 different guys, but feed – and Kirby's not worried about that. Kirby's like, look, if I can throw it to seven guys who are all getting – 55, 65, 99 yards. We're gonna we're gonna win. We're gonna win championships, and that's what I'm here to do. I'm not here just to get five star wide receivers, but it wouldn't hurt to be able to say, "Hey, look, Georgia had two, three, 100 yard receivers: Nykar, Sokovi, White. You know, uh, you had uh, Ryan Williams, five star wide receiver, committed to Alabama in the 2025 class. In the stands tonight, he saw something. So three.
0: Uh, also. Three hundred and twenty-five yards for Marcus Rosemeyer Jackson. Um, you know he's got seven more games to do it. Could happen. Could you get two, one thousand in one year? Eh, who knows? Um, but Doc, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got some the, things the, you got to do. The adrenaline from writing is now gone. It's time to yes. crash and go to bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We've got a man waiting that'll. Uh, he's take actually get up and go to
12: church. I don't.
0: Hey, the man. It revolves around three things. Okay. Tomorrow is one of them. All two, right. Well, actually, two. Actually, he's got all three tomorrow. He's got the family at the faith, and then he's got football after. I mean, yeah. living the dream. He's not going to
12: see his family tomorrow. He doesn't want to. Yeah, The weekend he gets a he gets break.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parental rights are you know they're a crazy thing. Doc, we appreciate you so much. See you, Phil. See you, man. Oh, Roddy, I don't know if I want to do this.
12: Oh God, not
0: Ben. I know. I know.
12: I told you so. I told you so. Non
0: stop. So I got new bre- I got new bread today. Um so I'm gonna what? see how that works. Uh, let's <laughs> let's bring them on. What,
12: what 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 bread you get?
0: Uh so I got it's a, uh
12: it's more important than Ben.
0: It's like an artisan. Um it's a thick, thick
15: cut Ar- artisan see. or
12: artesian?
0: Bread, I
15: I got some fruits, I got some what? bananas, I got some apples. You look like
0: you're in like
15: your I'm in the kitchen. kitchen.
12: Wait, Ben's got to be at somebody else's house because they have fruit. We know yeah. he only eats on like uh, Doritos, and they, have the, and, uh, and they have
0: the lights
15: on.
12: Yeah, and Doritos, Doritos, and I, I don't uh, think I have Doritos here. I have some other chips, but not Doritos. Mountain Dew, Code Red. i yeah. what he on. All right, well,
7: that's
0: Where, a classic. Where's the Where's the big chair?
15: Oh, I, I, the big chair is not not in this room. I just decided better background because last week was bad. Oh, wait, is, is Foster Moss in the chat, by the way? Yep.
0: Of course. Yeah. There he is.
15: Curious. I guy. don't have my biscuits for uh, Foster Moss. Didn't bring the biscuit today, Paul.
12: What is that? What's that in the background? Is that you? Of course
7: it is. Okay, hey, why? we're
5: doing a
0: show, Ben. You have to turn off the other stuff. Yeah, turn off the other <laughs>
12: Third
15: raid, ben. All right, now we're good. Well,
12: All right, so, ben, give us your thoughts? Can yeah, I mean, about? damn, Ben. Okay. okay. We got dead air here, man. I can't have this.
15: Okay. So, first off, I wanted to say, luckily, Dane's not on here, or I'd roast him. But, um, whoa. That was, I would say, you know what? The main thing, because I know a lot of people are going to talk offense, defense, or talk about Carson. I think the main point of everything today was the offensive line, because I've said everything revolves around the offensive line. If you have a top five O-line, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I was waiting on him to see it. This man this man, literally is like in my nightmare, Foster Marshall, <laughs> roasting me about something. But, okay, anyway, okay, so back on subject. So I was just going to say, when you look at the college and the pro ranks, I, I always think that the O-line dictates everything. And today the pass protection was the best it was all season long by far. Like some of Beck's throws – Uh, on the play action downfield. He felt like he had all day to throw. He just felt comfortable. And I think if you have Beck and also second thing, I want to point out, if Georgia gets up early, that's a deadly team because this team actually has a very effective passing game because in years past, people would say about Stetson, they'd be like, if Georgia's defense isn't there in the first quarter and they get down, do you trust him to 30 back in the game? This is a, this is a team that's a passing offense. I mean, you look at the – early in the game, I, th- I think they ran the ball like five or six times in the first half. That's not that's not prototypical Kirby Smart Georgia football. So this is a team now, when you look at it, if they get up early, it's game over because they can then lean on the offensive line. And you look at the offensive line today, I thought the run game was as efficient as it's been all year. The pass protection was as efficient as it's been all year. That's why they scored their most points against the first-ranked team they played, which I, I think is kind of crazy to me because in years past when they would play Kentucky – Even though Georgia always beats Kentucky, you look at last year, it was like 16 to nothing, and then Kentucky scores late. The year before, it's like a two-possession game or three-possession game. Kentucky always hangs around. This is the first time in a while that Georgia just said, we're going to sit on Kentucky and, and, and take them out early, which I thought was impressive. And I think the offensive line, in my opinion, dictated the game. And I thought the defense improved early. It had some issues with the run defense at times. And Kentucky just shot themselves in the foot, that one offensive lineman. Is one of the dumbest players I've ever seen, it just sitting on guys repetitively. Uh, I think his name is Burton, the, the right guard. That Burton, you right can't right.
12: do he had back-to-back 15 yards.
15: You can't do that. That just kills drives, it kills momentums, and it really just sets the tone for the other team. You just give them all the momentum in the world. So that was an, another thing that I, I was shocked by because Mark Stoops, for what for what it's worth, Kentucky's on an all-world job in the SEC, and he's consistently won there and had disciplined teams. And today, that team is not disciplined at all, and that let Georgia just blow the doors off them.
0: What'd you think about uh, Brock going for over a hundred three times in a row? Heisman candidate? No. Yes. I put him in the top five. I th- I think right now, and Paul, I, like
15: my next take, maybe is still in there. I think the, the kid from Washington is the favorite, and then Caleb Williams is struggling with Arizona right now. But I think Brock for me, I put him at third. I really would. I think besides Michael Penix and, and Caleb Williams, I'd look at Brock Bowers. I think he's a better player than Marvin Harrison is. And I think that's going to be a thing this year in the draft when people talk about Brock Bowers, and Marvin Harrison, I think Brock Bowers is more impactful. I think he's the best non-quarterback in college football for sure. And I think there's an argument that he's the best player in college football and to do it in an offense where there's only been one 1,000 yard season ever. And this guy's a hundred yard game after hundred yard game is a tight end. I, I just think that, he has to be at least in New York. I'm not saying he has to win it because it's a quarterback. Like Carson great.
12: did. Last, I mean uh, Stetson did last year.
15: Yeah, I, I think he, he he just has to deserve to be there because I think Stetson had a great year last year. And I think Bowers might top it this year um, with what Stetson did last year. So I think Bowers, if he's just a finalist for a tight end, I can't remember in my lifetime a Heisman finalist at the tight end. So that is like seventeen years is an old
12: achievement. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Heisman things, Jaden Daniels is going to work his way back into the talk. I don't, I, you can't. You hey, can't who, who's leading the SEC in uh, passing yards right now?
0: I get it, but he's he's also he can, lost he's, two games.
12: He Yeah, but he's also has uh, 1,969 yards through six games. That's almost that's right at 2,000 yards. He could end the season in the three to four thousand yard range. He had four touchdowns today, but nipping at his heels. So he's got nineteen sixty-nine is Carson Beck, one thousand eight hundred and eighty-six yards. He's only a hundred you know, twenty some hundred yards away from having a two thousand yard season through you pretty much can guarantee you'll get that at bandy unless something bad happens. So uh Carson and Jaden Daniels, if you're mentioning one, you might mention the other going neck and again. And the SEC carries some weight. It's like if you're one of the top quarterbacks, even with the losses, you don't have to go, uh, they're not going to put the losses on him, is my point. So I think, again, people love flashy numbers. Yeah. If people want to give it to the best player in college football, we would have, you know, maybe Penix and Caleb Williams. And Caleb's kind of sucking tonight, or at least was. But you give me the best tight end, one of the best blockers. I mean, he was killing people. Uh, A Great running back. He lines up at running back. back. What was it? four times tonight he lined up uh, at running back? He can line up at fullback. He can line up as an inline tight end. He can split him out into the boundary. He can split him out into the field. He can uh, put him in a slot on both sides. That's a man that can do it all. So if you're saying, give me the best college football player for the Heisman, Hell, you could put him on defense. He tackled people. So I'm just saying that would be it. But what who do we give it to?
0: The, the guy with the craziest numbers. Yeah, so. the best quarterback. Right. Uh before tonight's game, Carson was 10th, but there were three guys ahead of him that had played six games in terms of passing yards. So this hasn't been updated yet. Uh after today's games. But I'm sure he will now be, you know, pretty far up there, if not top five.
12: And they pulled him. They pulled him a bunch of times. So, I mean, if they left him in, he'd have even more. But, but again, I'm, some of those mm-hmm. other guys are getting pulled too. So, I'm not going to uh, do it. But I'm just saying that this is not year three for Carson back. Yeah, right. This isn't year two. This is game six. And I, I, think he's a one, I think he's a one-year guy. I mean, sure, he could come back next year. But I think that's not the goal. He's been here a long time. I think he wants to have, have a year, ball out go to the NFL. Yeah. That's just my gut take. And I could see him, uh, you know, getting into that talk, getting into that Heisman talk, getting into that, uh, uh, you know, MVP, those, all the awards that pop up at the end, if he continues to play like this, because I think he's going to torch Bandy. Uh, yep. I don't know. They'll throw, throw a whole lot against Florida. Cause if you can run like t- uh, Kentucky <laughs> did, like I'd, I'd hand off every play. Be like, right.
8: Hey, I'm right. Stopping. Right. You know,
12: uh, Missouri will be tougher. Um, but, hell, we, we thought have, Kentucky oh, – He oh, might have to score 70.
0: We thought we thought Kentucky was going to be tough, too, and he dropped oh. 389 on him.
15: I'll say this real quick. First off, on I'm the – I'm more worried Jay- about
12: their run defense than I was their yeah.
15: run defense. Yeah. I'll say real quick on the Jane Daniels point earlier, if they were undefeated, he'd arguably be the leader because his numbers are ridiculous. But his defense is like bottom five. His defense is pathetic. Uh, but, anyway, so on Carson Beck, the reason why I pushed back on the one and done – is the quarterback class itself. If he continues at this pace, you would say traditionally he could be a one and done. But if you look at yes. this quarterback class, if he stays another year, the quarterback class next year is weak. And if he has two years on film, that's good. He could go in the top ten. He can. I think. Like I think I that's. Mean, I don't think he can go in the first round this year, even if he balls out, because you have Caleb, Drake May. They're they're hyping up Dion Son Ewers at Texas. They're still fascinated with the G- Michigan. Michael Penix, Bo Nix, the kid from Duke. Like there's so many guys that back with only one year of film, it's just – it's going to be hard for him to be in that first, second-round conversation with with such a deep class, which is why I think some of these quarterbacks are going to have a decision to make to come back next year because there isn't that underclassman um, and maybe the kid from Penn State who isn't eligible as a surefire first-round pick next year. So that's why I think Carson, some of the people that are going to be advising him are going to say, you come back next year. You're going to be on the top two, three quarterbacks for this year it's all over the place. Like you might have first round film, but you're going to be a third round quarterback because of the amount of teams that need quarterbacks. So that's, that's one thing. And my uh, third thing is just a question. Where would you rank back right now among sec quarterbacks? Cause I, I would personally put them second or third. Like, I think the only two quarterbacks I would put ahead of them are Daniels and Rattler because of what they've their whole body of work.
0: I, Daniel's
12: a big Jackson dark guy. God, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Daniels would be first. Uh, hmm. There's there's no question. That, well, I'll if, put row
12: up there, man. I think he's oh, a no. danger. Absolutely. No. He is a danger noodle, man. No, he no,
0: is no. A, no, no, no. He's, he's – yeah, but no. Not – no. No, 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 no. Uh, right.
12: Well, when, hey, when Georgia loses them in the SEC championship game, you remember I told you. I warned you ahead of time. Oh, come on. Come on.
0: <laughs> That's such a
12: – no. The guy oh. can't throw. He doesn't have to. What is Georgia's kryptonite?
0: A running quarterback. I get it. but he to, he, he can run. But he,
12: but you have to be able to throw a little bit. The guy can't He can, he can throw a little bit. You saying he can't complete passes at all? Uh they have Jermaine that, Burton. They have that,
0: Jermaine Burton. What's that girl saying? What, what, what did he do tonight? I'm legally blind. Barely. What,
15: Jermaine what, Burton had like 200 yards.
0: What did J- Jalen Milrow do tonight? Let's see. And Milrow had like 320, I think, or 330 through the air. Let's see. So
12: we're totally hey, we're, 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 we're overreacted to a guy getting 300 yards passing and how many did he have? All
0: right, so he went 21 of 33 for 321, three touchdowns and an interception. All right, well you know
7: what? Sure. Shut the hell up!
15: You know, <laughs> he how many times did he get sacked? Like six times? Uh, yeah. Antoine,
12: well, you're Antoine. rushing Did he have?
0: Antoine, no. You're on my side. On my Sack
15: Sack yardage <laughs> is definitely going to. Like, nuked that Roddy, like, he got sacked like six or seven times. So, I, I don't know. I rushing. think they should
0: take that out. I think they R- should, take rushing like, that negative, yeah, out yeah, Roddy, yeah, he's a rushing quarterback. He had negative 31 yards.
12: What do you have? What do you have prior to that? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. prior that, 69 and two tutties against Miss State. Yeah, he's good, but I, I think, I think Stetson, uh, man, as it stands right now, if we're doing like week to week. Uh, I'd say he's second in the SEC
12: Carson,
0: right now. not Stetson. Uh, why did I say Stetson? Somebody said Stetson. Carson. I think Carson's second right now. Dart, Rattler, Milrow round out the top five.
15: That's fair. But who's your one, Daniels? Of course, yeah. I might go Rattler. I think Rattler might be the first SEC quarterback. Too. Hell no. no. Daniels His arm a,
12: talent is, is, dude, is Daniels is a beast. It is good, but, yeah, Daniels is Daniels is terrifying.
0: Yeah. Wesley, did you go. have somebody just
12: grab his ass up and hold him in the air?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Wesley Williams says Beck will win the Heisman. It's the Heisman is rigged. I don't understand that. I don't Understand it.
12: Hey, we got Gary Gilbreth over right here. I'm liking this.
0: Gary's one of yeah. our good
12: our good commenters. He's he's ready to jump on the show. Get him in here, Roddy. Hi, right, Gary. Hey, now you can smoke on the show. It's okay. You don't have to put it out, baby.
5: Uh, hey, hey guys, how y'all doing tonight? Yeah, what's Get up, man? your face there. Yeah how how about them bull, Bulldogs today? <laughs> man, they showed out. Hell yeah, yeah brother. Are what,
0: where are you calling us from, Big Double G?
5: Thomasville, Georgia, the home of Matt Bobo.
0: Oh, wow. you, got, you got any insight on the on the young man calling plays for the dogs?
5: Okay, oh. Uh, I didn't go I didn't go to the same high school he went to. He went to Thomasville High. I went to Thomas County Central High. Hey, but, there's been some ballers come out of Thomas County Central. Uh yes, sir. Still are. We we are ranked like number four or five in in six a this year. Jesus. Damn. Uh we got some dog, we got some we got some uh good real good players this year. We got Truthfully, we got three real good programs down here in Thomasville. Thomasville High, Thomas County Central, and the private school Brookwood is here. Mm. But back Ooh. in the nineties, see me and me and Bubba graduated the same year, ninety four. Mm. And uh, we played we played top our cross our cross town rivals in the state championship game in 1994, and Mike Bobo was a quarterback. And we beat them 40, uh, 14 to 12 in the okay. state championship that year.
12: Wow. So both teams actually made it to the state championship.
5: Yes, sir. Yep. I
12: hope, yep. It might have been, I hope county
5: must have been hot. Oh, Ooh. man, it was, it was alive. But let me ask you all a question. Okay. Kirby Smarts from Bainbridge, he graduated the same year or the year after. Okay, Matt Bubbo's from Thomasville. Why in the hell can't Georgia recruit Southwest Georgia any better than what they do?
12: Because you got all that FSU money picking those kids up, man. Come on.
5: What is it, FSU and Auburn and Florida? Yeah, hell yeah.
12: Look, I mean, they're going to go up to Colquitt County and say, hey, man, uh, you can go to Georgia or you can come down here and we got this NIL package for you that's uh, – Double, triple what George is offering. George is keeping all their money to keep a Brock Bowers or a Cedric Van Pran or, a, you know, some of those guys. Uh, you know, they're they're spending their money on starters. They're spending their money on guys that are thinking about going to the NFL. Well, you we had through freshmen, and here's the thing, Gary. When they when they give it to them, that kid shows up as a wide receiver, tight end, offensive tackle, defensive end, and he's making three hundred thousand dollars a year. But the senior guy who they had just started at IL, he's got like an eighteen thousand dollar deal for the entire year from some, uh, you know, Zaxby's down that way or something. Yeah. The the kid that comes in with uh, all the, uh, you know, bragging rights, if you will, it's like why the hell do I have to listen to you, old man? You know, you I make five, six times what you do, seven, eight times. Whereas if, uh, in other words, you you can get those guys. But you're not getting that leadership, that chemistry in the locker room that you have at Georgia. Georgia did not attack each other when they were down. The, the the best thing that's come out of this entire year so far was when they were trailing at South Carolina, and they had that video in the locker room, and it showed Dumas Johnson addressing the guys. It showed Javon Bullard addressing the guys. Cedric Van Pran addressing the guys. Your leaders stepped up. Got everybody in line and they went out and kicked everybody's butt in the second half. Uh, you can't do that if you're over in the corner going, man, I got to deal this five times with this old head saying. So that has a lot to do with. I'm not saying it's all about money, Gary, but getting the Southwest is tough because the, the proximity of some of those schools
5: and what, and what and their and their bankrolls. We we are 35 miles north of Tallahassee. You got FSU there. Okay, we are closer to Auburn, uh, in, uh Florida, FSU than we are to Athens. Hell Mercer's gone in there and pulled some of those kids. So okay. <laughs> okay, now now uh we did have a Georgia did have a commit from Moultrie, which is Cockett County, but he decommitted a couple weeks ago. He did. He did. But 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 we uh, we still got the uh, the one out of Leesburg, right, Lee County.
0: Which one is that been?
5: I There's can't a, remember
15: what his name is. Out of Lee County, I know this guy in twenty-five. The
5: running back, Chroma. Yeah, that I guess that's who I'm talking about. But well, he's not committed, though, is it? No, no. Chroma Chroma looks ph-
12: phenomenal. Jed went down there, got uh, film of him. He's. <laughs> I'd love to have
5: that
0: guy today. Who's uh who's he talking about, Ben? You're supposed to be the recruiting guy here.
5: Didn't no? didn't somebody go down there to the uh to the Houston County, Lee County game? Or was that VA's group? No, I think that was Jet. Oh, okay. That was a game and a half. Yes, sir. Uh, right. And they, they are in the same region that Thomas County Central is in. So we got we still have to play Houston County and Lee County. What about what about the Georgia Bulldogs though? Oh man. Well those guys. I I think I think Bobo gets 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 a lot too much too much grief from the fans. Are uh, you saying that
12: because he's from your hometown?
5: Well it ain't it, it ain't only that. I we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled. <laughs> yeah, We had a great offensive coordinator. Well, maybe Bobo's not as great as Tom. What was his name? Tom Tom Munkin. Tom Munkin. But he's still a really, 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 really good offensive coordinator. Go back over the numbers of what he did when he was at Georgia last time. I know know he made a few mistakes running it up the middle sometimes when he shouldn't. But everybody does that. Go look at the numbers. If, you, if Georgia would have had a defense back during the time that that uh, Matt Bobo was offense coordinator, the first time we would have had two or three national championships back then, I our offense's number would stand up to any of the numbers that we ever had at Georgia with Matt Bobo. Go look at the numbers. Hey, You're preaching to the choir
12: there.
0: Yeah, well, we, we appreciate you calling in, Gary.
5: Yeah, I appreciate y'all letting me come in. Uh, Beck grew up last week against Auburn, and he just balled out tonight. He did. He did. He did. What would you think of that running game, too? It, it's looking better. I just wish we had some more coming back in that's injured because – a lot of people, and I know people don't like the running game, but I love the running game. Got to. I I love the running game because, oh, you run up the middle, you run up the side. People got to understand. Football, true football, you run up the middle enough, you're going to wear down that offensive line, I mean that defensive line. And the more you run it up the middle, the more you're going to – the more you're going to wear them down. And then at the end of the game, you can run up the middle all you want to.
12: That's true. I mean, look at when uh, Cedric Van Pran went back in there. They uh, ran right off his hip. Got a double team uh, power. And they couldn't do nothing about it. it eight-yard gain. It's like, okay. And then uh, they, you just – it's that long death death march just right up the field. Just killed
5: him. So, you're right, Gary. And then, that, then the run game – Opens up what Beck is really good at, the play option. Play action. A play yeah. action, I'm sorry. The play, yeah. a- play action. And But you can't do a play action, not a true play action, unless you have the running game yeah, established right from the start. You got, you got That's to. to. how they do it down in Thomas County Central.
0: You got to. You got
5: to have to. Well, we, uh, hey,
12: Gary, Gary, Gary uh, last thought here. Give, give me a couple uh, of your players of the game. One on offense, one on defense. Not word. Yeah, it's a tough one to, this it,
5: week. The easy answer is is Bowers, but Bowers truthfully had a better game last week. Yeah, I got to yeah. give it to Bet on offense. Hell
10: yeah.
5: uh Defense. Defense is a little bit harder because we had our defense. I, I think our defense is just now starting to come together.
8: Correct. Yep.
5: And I know we've been spoiled on defense for, for three or four, five years. But our defense has a potential to be better this year than it's ever been before. It
12: was a hell of a year last year, man, when your secondary is just getting gouged. You're right.
5: And I think the secondary gonna be actually our strength this year. It
12: is
0: hell, hell yeah, brother. Right, bro, we just need our, our defense line
5: to come together a little bit, a little bit stronger. But they actually did real good tonight too. Hell
0: yeah,
8: Derek, well,
5: I'm Garrett, gonna make you should. pick somebody. You can't okay.
12: Pick in all groups. So you got to pick one guy. Play, player on defense. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's 22 guys got snaps today, man. You gotta pick one of them. Here, I'll
0: bail you. I'll bail you out, Gary. How about Jamon Dumas Johnson, J.D.J.? How about that one?
5: That's a good one. I was, I I was gonna, I was gonna say Smiley Monday, but that was last week. That was last week. Hey, you can have back-to-back
0: weeks. That's fine. He was at
12: SEC Player hey, the Week last
5: year, but hey. but we we need to start that uh brought for uh that brought for Heisman tour, the campaign I, yeah, I, I, got
0: ben, I got ben printing out the posters tomorrow so
5: yeah. yep
0: all right gary well we sure appreciate you giving us a call my brother
5: i yeah, appreciate y'all having it y'all have a good night guys no.
12: you too man love it man, friend love it banana what are you doing uh, banana hey oh no they, they, they're
15: asking me in the chat to throw bananas at them what? oh
12: man gary's a good guy well y'all be nice
15: to gary i was like, uh, False muscles, throw a banana
0: yeah, man. You have to hand out some, some helmet stickers. And we're not allowed to pick people from last week, I'm
15: guessing.
12: Pick whoever you want. And, and here's the thing you know, we've got this dang Nazi who, who won't give out any, the soup Nazi who won't give out any stickers, you know, a little sticker Nazi. You know, only <laughs> have one. Right. You I know? was like, come on, man. We, right. You know, All who likes to change the world. bills from uh, Office Depot for the. Uh, the banana stickers, you know, and uh, it, it's pretty cheap. You can give as many helmet stickers as you want. Well, then Ben,
0: go ahead. The boss says, hand out as many as you want. Let's let's just make these helmet stickers not worth a damn thing, you know. <laughs> hand it out to everybody. To make, it, out to make it a participation. Yeah, make it a damn participation bone, right. would you? You know what? I'll go to Well, for
15: for well, Ben's
12: age group, that's that's appropriate.
15: Number one, I'm going to go Marcus Jack Jackson because any receiver touches 100 yards in a Georgia offense. He didn't. He day. didn't. He didn't. Well, he was one yard shy, but that's close enough for me. See, so I, I'd say him. You're the guy
12: that, when they ran gassers would get to the line and just not yep. quite
15: touch.
0: Yep. Yep.
15: <laughs> well, yep. I, I would. So I would start with him just because his play, the, the, the deep ball touchdown to start the game, I think was the momentum, the, the yeah. place, you know went nuts after that. And I think from there the offense that was the best opening drive all year. It's the only opening points they got all year in the first drive, which is kind of crazy to me. But I, I would say how, how many points have they
12: scored in the first quarter all year?
0: Seventeen.
15: Seventeen. More they have 14 or 21.
0: 14. Then they had 20 they had the 21 uh with like a, four minutes off the second quarter so eleven minutes in the second quarter. So I would go Rosemy because he had a lot of big plays in the game.
15: The offensive pass interference I mean, at that point, the game was out of reach. But uh, besides that, I think, and also his blocking, he's probably the best blocker of all the wide receivers, very underrated. So, and second, Paul, it pains me to do this for you, but I got to give it to Peyton Woodring. The guy made multiple kicks and he didn't miss. He did. And I I, I texted Paul uh, the weeks, you know, he was missing. Paul said it's his freshman of the year uh, prediction going into the year. And he made multiple kicks and he set his career long tonight. I have to give it to him because I remember when they played Auburn, I was like, "This guy's going to miss every kick." He, he made the couple he had to, and then this week he made every single one. So I had to give it to him because from the early weeks to now, massive progress from him. So I, I, I'd give the, the sticker to him.
0: Well, you're allowed to give two, so that's fine. That's perfect. That's great. Yeah. So I said two.
12: You can get four or five. I
0: don't care. Uh, right, Uh, you know what, Roddy? Um, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
12: Well, I want to give one to Brock, Ra-Ra, Marcus Rosemary, jackson Dominic Lovett, Oscar Dell, Dylan Bell, Pierce (laughs) Burl, (laughs) and Ladnick. No, I got to give one to Ra-Ra Thomas.
0: Why? Because of that that catch? Yes. The contortionist?
12: That was beautiful. Plus, again, this is a guy who, before the season started, they're like, man, y'all don't understand what George has got in Ra-Ra. I'm like, okay, and then we didn't hear about him like him a whole lot in the uh, – Well,
0: we, we did hear about him in the offseason. It just wasn't good news. Yeah, Remember well, I'm
12: talking about no, in the uh, scrimmages. Right. So, oh, well, he didn't do much, you know, and then he didn't see in the first few games. they like, uh oh, he transferred from Mississippi State for this, you know. And I'm like, I'm telling you, if you talk to people who go to practice, they're like, this kid is insane. They're like, Dominic loved it too, you know. They, you've got – you you lost uh, Jermaine Burden, you lost A.D. Mitchell, but – the guys you replaced him with, these guys on the edge, they're they they're they are monsters. And he went up and had some 50-50 balls. Uh, Kirby Smart called him out after the game for some of the catches he had. He is rounding into the guy that he was at Mississippi State. And to to be able to get uh, – it was one of the first plays, uh, Rara and Dominic on the same side, one blocking for the other. Yep. Uh, they got a first down out of it. I'm like, ooh, this is – think about it. You have those two guys on one side, and then you have uh, – uh, Lad McConkey and Brock Bowers on the other, and when they stack those two guys on one side, if one if the safety goes after one, they throw to the other. You know, if the safety runs with uh, Lad McConkey down there, they throw to Brock Bowers. If the safety doubles up Brock, they throw to Lad McConkey. It's just it's death on whatever side they're on. And then uh, they're like, okay, well we're gonna try to put an extra body over that way. Now you have RaRa and Dominic on the other side. Come on, man, it's just it's. It's nasty what they can do. So, Raw Rod definitely uh, gets one for uh, what he did. And then um, I- I'm with uh, uh, you got to give one to Carson back. I mean, almost yeah. 400 yards, four yeah. touchdowns. Yep. Good pick. <laughs>
5: Those are good picks.
0: Uh, real quick, JT, man, appreciate the five. 23 in a row. Got to appreciate Kirby Smart. Go dog. Oh, we're going to go
15: three, four hours if we keep getting these, Paul. No, this, this,
0: that's, <laughs> not this I'll run, I'll run. that's not what this means. Great promoting.
12: All brought his lunch.
0: That's not what this means. So my first uh, dog bone, Dumas Johnson, man.
12: Yeah.
0: People hated on him last week. Called for his yeah, head. Yeah, last week,
12: like three, th- three, four weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, the people called for his head, and today comes out. They only credit him with one and a half sacks. Should, should have a full two. Uh, no he
12: he got hit at the same time on that first one
0: fair enough um but realistically second on the team in tackles with four second on the team in solo tackles with three that's also crazy to me georgia only as as a team only had 38 tackles that's probably the lowest we'll see all season just means kentucky didn't have the ball much dude that Um, first half georgia had the ball forever all right, and Malachi Starks was the leader on the on the defensive side of the ball with five tackles. But Dumas Johnson gets one for, for bouncing back. Uh, and then you guys have taken some really good ones on the offensive side of the ball. Brock already has his golden bone, so there's no sense in giving it to him.
12: Um,
0: you know what? Kendall Milton. Hey,
12: eight that runs before his touchdown.
0: Yeah, eight rushes, 47 yards, had the touchdown. But just getting him back, getting him healthy, man, um, I don't I don't know if we expected him to fully be healthy again. Like we've seen him injured for so long. It's like, man, what can this guy do if he comes back? And who's to say he's fully healthy? He might be at damn 95%, but just to see him back out there, it adds a different element to this team. It helps Dejon tremendously get some rips off. Kendall's a different type of runner than Dejon is. So you have that uh, you know, aspect of it. So Kendall Milton and Dumas Johnson, two guys who have been crapped on a little bit uh recently both come back and, and silence the critics if you will.
12: Well I'm not done giving them out. So I don't know what your what your issue is. Oh with you're you've got more. Okay. I got more. Chaz Chambliss. Ooh. Now that first drive people are like I considered it. He, he, he took a bad angle. Guy got to the outside of him. Okay. Uh knocking down passes, a tackle for loss. Um uh, uh I mean, I thought the pass breakup was huge. I thought the tackle for loss was big. Uh, how many tack uh, – three tackles? Yeah. Again, a guy who has weathered and been uh, crapped on a lot. But that's on defense. And, then, I mean, you, you, you nailed some guys on defense played really Kamari Lasser back-to-back bat down or uh, plays on the uh, – on that uh, goal uh, – excuse me, uh, sideline route. That was great, but I'm not giving him one because I think we've given him plenty. But give me the Georgia offensive line. They can share Ooh, it. I love uh, them. But I mean Xavier Trust really just, killing people. Tate Ratledge with a huge pickup on a pull. Uh they ran power one time. He came around and just killed him. Uh Cedric Van Pran gets hurt. Like, come okay, sit him for the rest of the night. Uh he comes back out there, starts running people down. Jared Wilson gets in his place. Uh they not a snap over the head, some, some low snaps, but still they get it done. Uh, Ernest Green takes on big number zero, Deion Walker. from. Uh, uh, they, he lines up over the in the five technique, and uh, Ernest Green just stonewalls him. And then uh, Michael Morris, you know, playing over that. uh pretty sure he was left guard today, was he not?
0: Yeah, he was. Uh, Fairchild was in a little bit too. Yeah,
12: so, I mean, I, I was trying to think. Of, I know Fairchild came in, but I wasn't sure when he got in. So, but yeah, that offensive line, they did. Everything they wanted to do. Quarterback needs time to throw. We got that. Hey, we're running power. We're running counters. We're running inside zone. Uh cap scheme. You know, hey, we're all blocking down. They ran it all. And it was uh how many I don't know how many negative plays George had. But the one thing you can't do against a Kentucky defense, same thing you can't do against Georgia defense is get behind the sticks. And they just did not – a couple penetrations in the backfield, but nothing like what we've seen in the past. So I thought the offensive line, again, you can get out five, you can get out one, and they can share it. So and, what
0: and what are you listening to? It sounds like you're listening to paid programming right now. No, I'm not
15: listening to anything.
0: I'm doing a podcast.
15: No, but I was going to ask a question um, when Roddy brought the offensive line. Is is there any – because I haven't checked it. Is there any timetable for Amarius' men's recovery? Because if he gets back – that offense line could be on the next level.
12: I would not say Florida because that's in three weeks. But two weeks ago, he was on a cart. Last time I saw him, he was in a boot. I don't know if he's taking the boot off, but he's not on that little cart, you know, that you put your knee on and you go to class, you know, you mm-hmm. drive that thing around. So uh, he was, he was walking on the sidelines uh, today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That Today he's, he's walking. So, but again, he might've been wearing a boot. He may not have, but even if he is, it's the same thing. Who got their first snaps today? Lawson, Lucky, and Pierce Spurler. Yeah. Uh, Pierce was banged up. Lawson had the tightrope surgery. We heard it, you know, I don't think we broke the news that Lawson got hurt uh, early on. Uh, he did the tightrope surgery about four to six weeks. They did the tightrope surgery immediately on Amaris Mims, and he's already, I'll, I'll say maybe a third of the way, halfway here. And at the same time, he's not a guy who has to plant and cut like you know, uh Lost and Lucky does. He they can just wrap that thing up, you know. So uh I mean he's gotta push off on it. He's gotta be an offensive lineman, but it's a mm-hmm. little bit easier for him to come back from that. So again, there's also more weight on it because he's six foot eight, he's a giant human being. But that's a guy that uh I mean he'll be back this year. I mean, he'll be at, at coach coach Don had a good point. Look, he said. Well, it also depends on what his talks are like with his uh, uh, agent.
0: Yeah, he's
8: not lying. Now, the
12: there have been guys. It's happened with uh, people don't want to, people want to say it did not happen with uh, uh, Jalen Carter. It did. If you are a first round draft pick, and they're like, "Hey, hurry up and get back so we can use you," you're like, "You don't get without me."
0: Happen, hey, it happened with Jamie Newman, brother.
12: Yeah. Oh.
0: L.S. gave us $5. He paid for his dog bones. If anybody else wants to pay for their dog bones, because we uh, have run out of money because Riley decided to give the entire O-line
15: Oh, Jagger out. Burton. I'd, I'd give him a golden bone. I mean, he gave Georgia 30 yards of offense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
12: did. I didn't know if it was oh, on Zion Logue? Or who did he land on? Oh, uh, oh. Warren Brinson? He knocked a No, Logue down. was one. He landed on Logue once. And then landed Wait, on Logue with this. Damn people's elbow bullshit that just yeah. was, I'm like, dude, yeah, but, and I tweeted, "Throw his ass out of the game." And I LS, guess they were going to be dirty, but Deontay, you know, the, the D lineman Walker,
15: that was one of the dumbest penalties I've ever seen in my life. The ball was dead for five seconds. You just knocked the guy over. He was, he was frustrated, blatant. and was, that wasn't even like um, a flop by Van Prant. He just got bulldozed over, and the play was clearly dead. Like that's the dumbest penalty, one of them that I've ever seen.
0: He was frustrated. So LS says you, Walker uh, at that edge. Much. Insane. He got off as crazy. I think he could end up leading the team in sacks by the end of the season. So LS gave his five dollar sticker helmet bone to Jalen Walker. That's a good one. Walker looked good. also well, he get held. Yeah, Walker looked good.
12: Yeah. Oh man, back to back plays.
0: Yeah, yeah.
8: I, I think he starts to we see can him talk more about time.
12: The potential this team has. And again, we haven't even seen you know Damon Wilson get out there. Sam and Pemba, you know, uh AJ Harris. Uh, CJ Smith was out there a little bit. CJ Allen was out there playing early that yeah. inside linebacker. But CJ Smith played so much. There's so much talent out there. Uh, but getting healthy and you know, kind of consolidating some of those snaps. This this team is. I mean, who who do you see on the schedule? I, I mean, we didn't know that Kentucky would be this tough, but. They're looking. Georgia's looking really damn good, and I'm not seeing anybody on the schedule that you need to be that nervous about. I mean, they yeah, yeah we open, talked come in and do some damage. Missouri could be pretty good, but Jesus, I mean, I'm yeah, s-
0: we talked about that earlier in the show. That I mean, there's a couple of teams, right? So, Mizzou could be scary. They have yeah. a running quarterback type, especially player.
12: after last year.
0: <laughs> but but you saw they who's
12: burden.
8: Luke. Oh, yeah,
0: the burden? Looks really good. He's good.
15: That that's a miss. That Georgia had him.
12: That it's and Caleb okay. Williams are gonna be the two to haunt you for until they're gone. Uh not Caleb then, Williams,
0: uh Caleb Downs. Caleb Downs, yeah. Yeah. Downs. Yeah. Um Tennessee, I think is still a tough game because it's in Neyland. They, that's at a good that, point. At that point, they're they're going to be living to crush Georgia. Like that's going to be their season at that point. Yeah. I'd say uh, Old
2: Miss is the toughest.
0: And then yeah, Old Miss is Old Miss is a sneaky one, right? They, can they play defense? You know, maybe week to not. Week if, you don't know with them. Yeah. And, but if Carson Beck can light you up for 389 and four touchdowns, I don't think Ole Miss can, can touch this team. So, you know, I, I think, I think looking forward, if you're asking me, is there a single digit spread looking forward?
12: That's that's a fair question.
0: Yeah. Uh, Who? Tennessee, maybe?
12: Tennessee, because. It's on the road, but I think almost yeah, 11, 12.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's that's the only one I can think of that will even be. Do close. you trust Joe Milton at all? No, like he's no,
15: he could throw the ball 70 yards,
0: yeah, but he'll he, throw
15: a 10 yard pass like it's 70. He's yards, like, so he's like Uncle low.
0: Rico, he could throw it over the mountains. But uh, did you see as the as...
15: clip of uh, he was at like the bar Bristol headquarters and they were like away from each other and like just playing catch, threw the ball hard and like broke a computer or something. He threw like a rocket at him. I was like, okay this he throws every ball like it's a 40yard pass can't do that
0: yeah i mean it, that's probably the only game though the rest of these look look pretty easy uh larry glover says uh guys the watch out trying, they
12: made miami
0: and trying to check the stadium against uh georgia
12: Mario crystal ball yeah right you still
0: need to go i can't put it up here because we'll get the whole video demonetized because of that but Dude, we don't uh, make anything on this
12: video as it is.
0: Hey, calm down, right? Well, hey,
12: we, we, I, to be fair, though, uh, we do get paid by uh, the Rogue Shop, and I don't want to mention them real quick. Absolutely. Because this is cool. Look at this thing that they got. Uh what they got? Rogue Shop trick-or-treat gummies. Oh, a little sample pack, if you will. Yeah, the Delta 8. Check them out. Pack includes One slap, your mama. One sour green apple. Uh, <laughs> one uh, sour pomegranate. Four mixed watermelon. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. That's hey, so
0: it's, only, it's pretty cheap, too. $16.99. Yeah.
12: So if you want to try some of their gummies from our friends at the Rogue Shop, like, dude, it's in time for Halloween. That's what you want on Halloween, baby. Whew. You know? Little kids running around, you, you know? you put like, one you, oh, you I you gotta stand stand out here on the front porch and give out candy to these idiots, you know? Look, it's, you get these out, and, of course, it says 21 and over. You see it there, you know, but... Get the mega gummies, uh, uh, green crack bites. So. <laughs> and that's the Delta 9 stuff. That's a little bit different than Delta 8. You can go on their site and explain the differences there. But uh, And, of course, if you have any sort of uh, chronic pain, the guys at the rogue shop can get you covered. If you're an insomniac like my poor aunt, uh, they have their nighttime uh, medications that you should take. You notice they'll say night use here. So the the Delta eight for a very potent sleeping aid for chronic and for chronic pain. Um, They have the uh, 275 milligrams. I'll put you right out the one twenty five. that, 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 that'll mess you up too. Look, try the 50 and have a half one, (laughs) you know, work work your way up to 275 so you don't die. Uh, But then, and here the the Delta perfect thing. If you never had one, get the Delta eight lollipops, 50 milligrams, have a little sugar with it. That's exactly what you need. So, Try to uh, use promo code Bulldogs10 to get 10% off from our friends at the Rogue Shop. Again, uh, when I talk to Richard, he's a giant, giant uh, college football fan. But his team? Texas. Mm. Like, to to hey, today,
0: hey, I can guarantee he took one of them 275s, and he's not awake right now. He is knocked out.
12: I know, he might need it.
15: Paul, I don't think. You can make Texas number one anymore. No, so no. No. I think at this point, like uh, the thing I was telling Eddie last week, I think Georgia at this point is number one. Maybe, maybe Washington, but, but, I, but
12: here's the thing uh, with Richard and uh, Texas, you know, he, he loves Georgia too. And he'll call me and he knows Georgia's roster like, like anybody else. I mean, the guy he loves Georgia, he's, he's like, I'll, I'll root for Georgia all the time unless they're playing Texas. And I'm like, I was teasing him. I'm like, hey, maybe they meet in the playoffs. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll do some sort of special. But I know he's crushed today, And but he, I guarantee you, he watched the Georgia game, and he was happy that Georgia pulled it out, you know, or blew their doors off. So, because, I mean, he'll text me after, the like, the Georgia-Auburn game. He's like, glad they got through that one. You know, that was nervous-wracking, you know. And he'll talk specifics. He's, a, you know, he played ball. He was also in the military. So, again, and it, this is all stuff that he makes. So it's not like some giant corporation out there trying to. This is a mom and pop operation. He, he and his wife will come on the show. He'll tell you about making lollipops and earlier in the day. So it's, it's uh, handmade, and that's why we trust him. That's why we love him. So reach out to those guys at the the Rogue Shop when you get a chance. You want to go around the league, Roddy? Yeah, because I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah, let's take let's let's take a little trip around the league if we don't. Uh... As we as we wrap up here on this glorious Sunday morning, yeah, I might
12: I might have some more uh, uh, helmet stickers to give out.
0: Uh, we have run out of budget on that. We <laughs> we are completely out. You gave literally the whole offensive line a helmet sticker. Uh, Alabama sneaked away, sneaked away against Texas A&M twenty six to twenty. So Alabama really is it's that close? Yeah, and and Texas A&M.
12: I mean, I know Texas A&M was leading because I, I went on national radio. I am like. Max Johnson is gonna make Texas and M different.
0: And he he tried. He tried his best. He tried.
12: Uh, he, he
15: was all right.
0: But uh yeah, that Alabama is now uh first in the SEC West. We thought we knew that was coming, right? Even after the loss to Texas, we knew that they would bounce back. Uh so you have them. Old Miss squeaked out a victory against Arkansas 27-20. And uh I think, fighting Pittmans Let's see. Uh LCU Missouri was a game. Ooh, your boy Jackson Dart, 16 of 25, only 153 and one touchdown. So they limited Jackson Dart. And I'm sure uh Kirby's going to be calling Sam Pittman asking for a uh, uh extended game tape on this one here because uh, they were able to lock him down. Old miss did win though. Then uh LSU Missouri. That was a game. Missouri had that one for a while, and it was only a three point game until That's a bad uh, beat. Yeah, they decided to throw that pick six right there at the end. So uh, and LSU covered so LSU yeah. covered
15: because of that pick six, like 10 LSU seconds. LSU
0: dropped 22 points in the fourth quarter to win that game, so they're three and one. They still have a chance to win the SEC West, uh, because they still have to play Alabama, so could still see Jaden Daniels, which would be a real threat. A lot of teams off this week, though, so only two more games left Mississippi State 41 28 over Western Michigan, and then Florida revenges, uh, after last year against Man. Vanderbilt, they won 38 14. So – <laughs> Go ahead, Florida. Go ahead. Do your thing. Florida's, uh, uh I was going to say decent, but G- dude, I'll tell you what is decent. Graham Murch's completion percentage. The man went today 30 of 36. He's a decent quarterback. He just throws little dump off passes, uh, but I guarantee you his completion percentage is one of the tops in the nation. It was that crazy number before today's game, and then he goes 30 of 36. That's even that's even crazier. Uh, so, yeah, wasn't a huge league uh, SEC. And then if we go around just the top 25 real quick, see if anything stood out. USC is, uh, finally got the lead against Arizona heading into the fourth quarter. Obviously, Oklahoma over Texas was a big one. Maryland hung with Ohio State for a little while. Ohio State eventually pulled away 37-17. And then uh, Florida State still undefeated, beat Virginia Tech. North Carolina still undefeated beat Syracuse. They got that wide receiver back too. Uh Mike Hancho was What you got eligibility. Uh yeah, the the Tez Walker, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and then uh Michigan they put up 1 point more than Georgia did, 52 to 10.
15: New number 1 team.
0: New number 1, got to be, right? that's that's them I, I wanna see how
12: many people who are tweeting Georgia yeah, Georgia ain't got it this year, blah blah blah. How many of the people gone back and deleted those things? And, and I'm right. like, dude, don't delete them. You were right. I mean, the Georgia team last year wouldn't trail 14 to 3 as South Carolina, you know. This is but this team is capable of doing, you know, being last year's team. It's uh, I mean, yeah, well, you're never gonna have that, you're not you can't replace Jalen Carter. You can't yeah. replace Darnell Washington, but you could be as a, you could win as many games is my point, you know? So, right. Yeah. They're not as good as they were last year. Nobody is. So you can still win a title.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You.
15: But you
12: also have ridiculous potential because you have these young pups coming up who are badass. you know, again, you're not even using people talking about Jalen Walker in the comments there. Just, he's not even out there all the time. Now, CJ Allen, CJ Smith, you know, AJ Harris, there's there's a lot of young talent that are coming up. Uh Dalen Everett's just gonna get better. Your mm-hmm. secondary is disgusting. So it's uh, you you should win your games. So. Two, mind
0: you two of the touchdowns for Michigan since they did score fifty-two were on the defensive side of the ball. They didn't they didn't put up a ton of yards on the offensive side of the ball, two hundred forty one passing, 191 on the ground. So I it wasn't they had a six some, six. It wasn't some huge uh, offensive explosion from Michigan like it was for Georgia, so just to leave that out there,
12: and and uh, to be fair, Georgia's, you know, Georgia pulled at starters.
0: They
8: yeah, left a little bit But
12: yeah. hey, shout out for Brock Vandegrift.
0: Yeah, look good. Uh, you want to give him a hell of a sticker?
12: Yeah, actually, I would.
15: If Dame was on here. Cash Jones would be get the bone every week.
7: Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> hey, hey. hey! Hey! Family hey. show now. Family. Hey. Show. <laughs> Hey. Come on now. <laughs> Damn, what
0: a way, Roddy. I think that, that covers it for me, unless you got something else, boss.
12: Uh, no, that's it, man. Um, uh, it's uh 109 in the morning. Uh, I look forward to tomorrow's um show with you guys. Are you you will go 7 30 or 8?
0: Yeah, we're gonna go 7 30. Uh, we haven't switched oh. officially to eight, we can switch to eight, um, but we can't. Oh, Paul, I'm thinking
12: having all of our shows go at eight o'clock.
0: Yeah. So yeah, well, we What
12: time's the the uh, Braves game?
0: They don't play tomorrow. They play Monday.
12: Oh. I thought they went back-to-back. I
0: thought well, they did, too. Well, not
12: a good good uh,
15: sport to watch day for us, but it's not a good yeah, – ben- yeah, no, yeah, 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 you want to go up against the I'm Orioles guy, I mean, and yeah. you're a Braves guy, but we're in the same camp. You cannot allow a Philadelphia-Houston World Series again. That cannot happen.
0: Hey, you got to do your job over there in the AL. We're trending that but- way,
12: sadly. Come yeah. on, man.
0: Hey, everybody, we appreciate you guys watching us a ton. This show is uh, made for you guys and all of the comments, everybody that called in. Uh, you guys make the show. Roddy and I can do our best here to try to carry it, but it's, it's all of y'all that come in and stay with us for two and a half hours. So we appreciate it. Before you leave out, if you could share this video, because I know if you're still watching, you're already subscribed. I don't even have to ask you to do that. And if you could leave a like on the video, it helps out tremendously to get this to uh, other folks. And, you know, who knows? We'll have some new callers next week. Every week there's more. So next week, Vandy game is at noon. That means we'll start at 3.30 and we'll be going till about 10 p.m., Foster Moss, just for you. So uh, we'll talk to you next week. For Ryan Bolsey, Ben Bachman, Dan Young, The Doctor, everybody, Jason Butt from UJSports.com. I'm Paul Meharry. We'll see you. Thank you so much. <laughs>